Welcome to Jeff Needs Help, everybody. This is uh, Setting the Screen, uh, WandaVision, Episode 5. Um, we named it Growing Pains this week for anybody that's following along. Um, once again, I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, um, investigator, research, research or <laughs> uh, extraordinaire. Stephen, how are you tonight? Uh, well, I appreciate the intro. I mean, I have to have an or title because you're a professor... <laughs> Right. So like, I have to have something appropriate. I got to earn my keep around here. So yeah, you're pretty- good, though, man. Appreciate you having me on as always. And uh, got another great episode to dive into, man. Oh, yeah. We can't wait. Uh, yeah. Stephen Gillespie from Breaking the Game, as usual. Um, it, this was uh, this was crazy. We titled this this episode Growing Pains because I'm still titling my own because uh, just that's just what I do. It was it's actually show, called, bro. It was actually called a uh, very special episode, I believe, is the actual title of episode that's, five. It's not as good as yours. I don't care to remember. To be honest <laughs> with you, but uh, but but it was awesome. And so for anybody that doesn't know, we're here to we call ourselves investigators, Wandavision investigators. So uh, it is completely it's beyond spoiler filled. If you haven't watched the show <laughs> and you're listening, we appreciate you. You may want to go back and watch the show and catch up. Come back, you know, later. Uh, you know the deal because we 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 dig into what happens this week, last week what we think is going to happen next week. Comics. Um, we the, spoil comics for you guys. Yeah. Too, so. Like we are, we, uh, we really dig into it here. So, um, and I don't know what else to say, man, let's get started. What, what, oh, a, man. what, a, what a wild show. So, um, first of all, put our banner up here. All right. And here we go. Um, so, I mean, it's, it starts even in your notes, you put the recap video in your notes and, and, but there's a reason for that. It, it's these recap videos even have quote unquote Easter eggs in them. So we start with the recap video and they're showing last week, which was, uh, you know, when we kind of intertwine real, you know, what do you want to call it? Real world. Plus Mm -hmm. what we're going to refer to as the hex later on. Um, Monica Rambo gets, you know, tossed out, you know, all these things. So um, you even had some notes for the recap video, man. So take us into it, Steven. All right. So are we doing the dive in or are we doing the knee jerks first? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, Stephen. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. It. it has been a busy day around here. Uh, yeah, or knee I, know, I know you've had a big day. So, uh, knee jerks. Just what did you think of the show? Just you watched it. It was over. What was your knee jerks? Well, okay. Well, when I watched it, I was like, okay, this is going differently than we had predicted the week prior to. In some ways, it was like the inverse. Basically, the same things happened that I thought was going to happen, but it was different people doing doing it differently, if that makes sense. So it was like watching the inside out version of what I predicted earlier on. And then when it ended, I was just like mind blown because <laughs> yeah, like right. not only do we not only do we agree with this, Jeff, not only do we think that WandaVision is going to lay the foundation for stuff that's going on in outer space, stuff that's going on Earth, that's going to be happening in different dimensions and whatnot. But now, like part of another thing the mutant aspect of it is definitely apparent now right at the end of it yes but there's more on top of that too so as always they do a tremendous (laughs) job of making me want more and can't wait for next friday man my mine was i couldn't believe just how emotional it was like Mm. it it never it never got as happy go lucky as the first four episodes or i guess really the first three episodes that were the sick more the sitcom based Mm -hmm. it never really got out of that like we're we talked about it last week like we're kind of we're kind of past vision 
being a part of the game. Like he's, yeah. he knows what's up and he's not doing great. We're learning more about that. The, uh, the town's people, the citizens aren't, you know, they're, they're not part of it and things like that. But I was, I was really amazed at how they really tugged at the heartstrings. And the biggest thing was when it was over, you know, me and my wife watched this together every Friday night. Uh, she's a big fan also. And when it was over, we both like, basically shouted like you've got this can't be over and i don't remember the last time i watched just one episode by itself of a television program that's only 40 less than 40 minutes long that i i was it reminded me of being you know growing up in the 80s and stuff when we waited week to week on these shows so i guess that was it just i was surprised at how they they really just really tugged at the heartstrings this episode so um we'll, is it uh, crazy to think that this is one of the best shows ever made already no, it's like, not. at this point it's not and i keep trying to talk myself out of it because that's a knee jerk i keep i keep telling myself like no this can't be as good as i think it is but every second of this show means something like it every second of this show seems like it leads to something nothing's wasted there's no yeah. filler at all it's almost you know i tell you every week i watch it the second time usually on sunday morning and when mm -hmm. i watch it the second time it's it's a completely different show yeah. Um, it, it, and it's just amazing. It's like the Marvel movies themselves. You watch it over and over and you learn something new each time you watch it. We watch it between the time that it comes out and the time that we do our show, probably two to four times somewhere in that window, depending it, it, on how much time we have. And you learn something new in this episode. I think with the credits included, it was the longest episode. I yeah, want to say it, it with credits and all, it was 42 minutes. Which Wait. credits? We'll talk about that later because you want to talk about a great, great television. Once again, like there's two separate things here. The story yeah. is awesome. The Marvel story that they're the telling. End to end. <laughs> the, yeah, the more the Marvel story that they are telling with these characters is wonderful. And the showrunners, the producers, the directors, the actors, they're also like doing such a wonderful job because this is all like when you watch this show every week, you feel like like to me, it feels like they just start filming today. Like they wait mm -hmm. to see what happened last week. Like I really feel like we're in real in step with these people. They've already filmed this, so to have the awareness that they could that they could bring out the emotion in us that they are, but this thing is already in a can. Just I, it's what a they really went for, it and it's working. It feels like they wait for us to do this show, and then they're like, "All right, everyone, yeah. Stephen and Jeff, <laughs> think that we're doing this." <laughs> I, it's, I know it's amazing. Like. I was watching last week and I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Oh, we, co we covered this. We covered this. We talked about this, you know, just, just, just amazing. Uh, uh, show. So here, let's get into it. Episode five. Cause we, we, uh, once again, there's, there's so much to unwrap here. Um, so now once <laughs> I, oh, wait a minute, I just, I just blipped this back. So now we're going to talk about the recap <laughs> <What>? video. <laughs> Wanda style. Like, wait a minute. Are we, are we going to, we going to do this again? Anyway. So uh recap video, we've even got notes for the recap video. So, um, I love this. I didn't catch this. You nailed it. L tell everybody what you picked up in the recap video. The fact that we even have to cover the recap video <laughs> is insane. just insane. I'm like, as if my notes didn't have to be long enough already. So <laughs> it's it's nothing extensive. It's just two little notes that I'd like to mention. So when they do this previously on WandaVision, there are two scenes that are different in the recap video this time than they were the prior week. One of them is where Hayward is walking Monica around after she reports back to S.W.O.R.D. after that three-week hiatus that everybody had been on. Comes back and Hayward says to her, the program hasn't been the same since you went up there, Rambo. Now, last week in episode four, it says the world is not the same as you left it. 
and then I'll, I'll do the other one and then we can kind of dissect this, Jeff. The other one is when Wanda is asked by Vision, where is Monica? And she says, in the recap video, she says, she's gone. She did not belong here or didn't, you know, if you're conjuncting it. And then in episode four, she said, oh, she left. She had to rush home. Yeah. So, Jeff, the 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 director is censoring the broadcast was a line that was dropped in episode four, and they're even censoring the recap video. What's happening, man? Well, so first of all, I didn't pick up on it. You brought it up. I saw I, I took a look at it. And I'm like, wow. Well, once again, Steven's way ahead of the game. Uh, he's breaking the game. Steven's breaking the game. Um, <laughs> so, no, I, and I, I, my take was, and I said this a little bit last week, I don't think that people outside of uh, – can we just call it the Hex now? Let's just call it Yes, the let's do we'll, that. We'll, we'll get into it. But a little bit of something that happens later, but it's not a big deal. Let's not just a- call it the Hex. So, I, so last week, you know, I touched on it. People outside the Hex I don't think are totally uh, immune. And I, th- and, and I think this is a way for them to bring we, – we also discussed this – us as the viewers into it. So they're all. it's almost like – you get this eerie feeling of like, we are part of the hex. You know what I mean? Like you like our, our past was changed. Like how we saw it was changed. And uh, I think that was a great pickup. And I think that's on purpose to just give us that, like nothing is certain, nothing is certain, even the past or what's happened. Nothing is certain. Even the first 30 seconds, like even this, you know, 15 second <laughs> recap video. It's so Jeff, in, in keeping with last week, you kept talking about twilight zone. Yeah, I almost feel like we're going to have another scene where another TV is going to be watching the people watching WandaVision. Yeah, this could just keep, you know, you know, uh, yeah, the onion. Yep, we could just be going out. And then, you know what, let's just I'll go ahead and say it. It's not in your notes. And, um, you know, I'll spoil it. This more of our chat room. Maybe it is a Galactus situation. Or Or the seer. It as could be this, yeah, as he's seeing this world as a whole, it, it it feels like there's something bigger than just the hex, and I think that's what they want you. I think the purpose is, I apologize, the pur- the purpose is they want us to think that uh, you know the sword base camp there is like okay, they're the ones watching this, but I think Wanda might be in control of them too. Like th- they might, this might all be part of the show. Like the show we're watching might be the show that she's putting on, maybe. It- it's really like at this point we it would be foolish to rule anything, anything out, out. it's point. an it's an x-file situation like i we i think we as the viewers are part of the show i really do somehow like i think and i and i that's how i feel and i think we're made to feel that way has my life that, been real at this moment do i exist like, <laughs> are we I even here right now i don't know what's going on oh my gosh so uh we, well we'll keep diving into it here so um Let's so get past the recap video. Like, yeah, like, let's start yeah, the we, show now. We've dissected the recap video um, <laughs> for the, the five-hour um, marathon of WandaVision episode five. Um, okay, so we're you know we're in WandaVision home. Uh, it's it's the 1980s, which we suspected. We get our our sitcom you know type format back, um, and and then you know the babies. We you know just last week we ended with the uh, twins being born. Uh, Billy and uh, Tommy. Tommy, and uh, so Wanda and Vision are trying to calm the babies. Uh, you know, they commented. So they commented. This is where this time thing comes into factor too. So they comment that the babies haven't slept for days. But is it's that just been, conversational, or is it literal? Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I I don't know. It's like 
somehow time is sped up in this world and then it, it kind of, you know, backfires on them here shortly. So, uh, the, but they, this whole thing of time keeps being brought up and, and I think it's to keep us as viewers, you know, it keeps us on our toes. Cause I honestly don't know how much time is passing. I don't know how much time is passing. And I, I you know, they, they brought it up that in the later in the show that it's been nine days, like, but they say the babies <laughs> haven't slept in days, but it hasn't been days. Like it, it's been hours. Fast forwarded days as you know, the nine months that it supposedly takes for a child to, you know, for a woman to be pregnant, to have a baby that happened in an episode. So yeah. what is a day in Wandaville right now? To me, it's, it's maybe an hour or maybe it's, maybe there's not a scale. It might be arbitrary. I, I really don't know. So anyway, they're trying to calm the babies down. Um, so then, um, one, well, I'll let you get into this. So this was huge. Wanda tries to, uh, first of all, there's a lot to unpack here. Wanda tries to cast a spell on the kids to get them to go to sleep. So I'll, I'll, my first, um, you know, reaction to that was you, that's just, that felt wrong. I just, I'll just say it felt wrong. It didn't even feel weird. It felt wrong. Like her, her react, her instinct was to cast a spell onto her children. Really, really off put me, which, you know, once again, I think Wanda's more of a, a villain or an antagonist than other people might, which kind of leads into that. But that's classic Wanda. Like we, we wanted, I think they want us to dislike her just a little bit. So then well, now let's go down through your notes, um, you know, in the, in this uh, scene here. Yeah. So, and I just like to echo that same sentiment. I felt gross watching her try to cast this. I'm, I'm, I'm glad she, that I wasn't. And she says it too. She's like, now really, I'm probably not even supposed to do this, but I haven't slept in days. So tries to, fire her spell away it kind, of, she, it kind of brought more of the selfishness into it i think at yeah. this point we could say we could say that a little bit a little bit wanda's a little selfish yeah but then this starts bringing it so this series starts bringing in another line of questioning right is she in control because these are babies we've seen her take over several people in the in this show so far and we know what she's done in the mcu she made an entire village of people evacuate in <laughs> in age of ultron so why are two yeah. babies all of a sudden immune to that we so and the only other time that we've seen her cast a spell on someone and not work is the stork in yep. episode three yeah so in episode three with the stork so this is the second time that she's attempted to cast a spell and it didn't work so right. it, how in control is she we get the feeling throughout this episode and prior ones that everything is all going according to what wander wants but this isn't one of them right so what's special about these kids now we know jeff being investigators as you like to say that one storyline per the comics is that the only way that wanda and vision can have a kid is they're ba essentially a gift from mephesto right so yes this could be this could be mephesto gifting them but if it's mephesto creating them then i don't understand well then i guess i do understand why she's unable to cast a spell on them because mephesto is pretty powerful in the comics right so that was one thing that I thought. And then she even says herself, why won't you do what I want? Yeah. 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 Our, uh, we have a commenter here. Uh, DJ Kelly he's, he's wondering if she's, if she's spreading herself too thin, basically like, or, or since she's using so many, so much of her powers on the illusion, is mm -hmm. that uh, effect? And I personally think a lot of it has to do with, um, the, yeah, the, uh, this, you know, we kind of find out like she has trouble, 
the, the whole child thing is, is a problem. And we, and they, they haven't told us that answer yet, but it has something to do with that. I don't but, want to get too much into this on my end now, because I feel like what I want to say is going to come up at a more important part in yeah. the late, at the latter end of a show. But I do think that there's a reason here for why she's not able to do certain things. Right. Yeah. It's tough. Okay. So we'll just keep moving on here. So, you know, visions like, ah, it'll be fine. Wanda's like, we need help. Doorbell rings. So at that that's, exact that's a, moment. That's a theme in this show. Doorbell rings as soon as they need help. Agnes walks in, but this is an entirely different Agnes uh, as far as like personality. Uh, this is a, this is a, this is where the show essentially is just completely at this point is just not, this show's not going to be what we thought it was this episode. Like everything is different. The rest of this episode, uh, they never really get it back together. So Agnes walks in and, um, you know, yeah, you know, you, you, mar you marked on here visions, like vision is trying to keep up the charade, like as he's changing back into, his, you know, his human, you know, appearance mm -hmm. and he, and Agnes literally putting his face on. Yeah. He's like, and, but Agnes is like totally like a, whatever. Like she's, she's, she, you Lower can almost it. tell at this point she's acting and, um, Oh, you, you know, you brought up something here. Wanda calls her a lifesaver. Uh, what, what's that? What'd that mean to you? Well, so when she walks in, Vision is fluffing a pillow with his face is what he says. And Agnes is just like, whatever, dude, I'm over this. Right. So um, she comes in and she's all of a sudden volunteering to babysit. Right. Like as soon as Wanda's like, we need help. Yeah. Ding dong. Let me help you. She says, I've even got a couple of tricks up my sleeves. That I don't think that that's accidental. And then, like you said, oh, Wanda, you're a lifesaver. Now, this is where it gets interesting throughout the rest of the show, we're going to uncover things, but whose life did she save? Yeah. I think that like, I don't think that that was an accident that Wanda says you're a life saver. Yeah. And, and that's something that we do. Like Jeff, if you came over to my house, I couldn't open a jar of pickles. <laughs> you opened the jar of pickles. Like, Oh, Hey, thanks man. You're a life saver. Like yeah. that, it could just be that conversational part of a no, you know, of the interchange, but I don't think it is. I, I think, think she literally, yeah. Right. So then, so Wanda's like, you know, help, you know, help us with the babies or whatever. And then this was this whole, this, this, this is a great moment right here. So Agnes is like, okay, can I, you know, uh, rock the babies to sleep, right. Or hold the babies or whatever. And, but she, first of all, she has to ask mm -hmm. like nothing about this show so far. Has there, has there really been any consent or anything? Everybody's just playing a part. So she, and then yeah yeah this was the first time and then but i wonder and then we see next like vision is a, like protective all of a sudden he's not down with it and everything got really awkward and uh it was really and it was really cool he basically vision's like no and i'm yeah, like maybe Whoa. we better not yeah yeah and so then agnes pauses kind of looks at wanda and is like uh you know, do you want to run this back again? You want me to take this again. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden she's not Agnes. She's basically Catherine Hahn, which I think is a great choice. So now like Whole voice and everything changed. She, yeah. She is completely the, the actress performing this part. And she's like, God, oh, do we want to take this from the top? And then for whatever, and we don't know why, but Wanda's like, now, nah, you know, just do envisions like what is going on here. And it's almost like a, Agnes a little bit is like, okay, you know, we all know the charade. Let's, let's move on with this. Uh, Take it from the top almost, right? Like let's start this scene over, shall we? Yeah. And, but, but they didn't this time. So now we don't know why do we, is it because vision's not susceptible to the, to the, what we're we going to call it the rewind anymore? 
because she didn't even try like she didn't even attempt it uh, i just on the other episodes it feels like that they're just done pretending now and, and it bit. happens again in another scene too like wanda in her in, in different words basically is just like i'm just tired of doing this Yes, ex- exactly. And Agnes a little bit too. And, and I feel like Agnes is like, oh, I'm glad because this is exhausting. Um, really, really, really great, really great moment right there. So, um, you know, we get through that. And so. Um, yeah. So whenever they get through this, you know, Agnes kind of is like, you want me to hold the babies. Wanda kind of her and Wanda kind of laugh it off. Vision's like, did you really not see what I just saw? Yeah, that's it. I'm sorry. I missed that. No, you're fine. And then, you know, Wanda's like, no, baby, she's just being neighborly. That's all. She mentions, you know, Ralph as a distraction to kind of get Vision's eyes off of Wanda. Another thing happens later where she's looking for liquor to calm the babies down to distract Vision again. And that's not a coincidence to me because if vision was uncomfortable with her holding the babies, why would he be even more comfortable with her looking for liquor for the babies? You know what I mean? So so that's a distraction aspect to kind of take attention and focus off of Wanda. And then we hear nothing. (laughs) There's no more crying. This this gets a little freaky. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the, the cry, the crying stops. Vision's like, awesome. There's, they look, the cribs are empty, which I don't want to, this is a real spoiler. So I'm not going to spoil it, but anybody that knows, some of the history in the comics, like this is kind of a, a, a scary moment when they look and the cribs are empty and Agnes is there. That's all I'll say. If you want to, yeah. if you want to research comics, go ahead. So anyway, my, a, a bit of my heart stopped. I'm like, Whoa, no, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Yeah. She ran and off then, with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then they, we hear uh, mommy, mommy, daddy, they look back. The twins are standing there as five-year-olds. This <laughs> yeah. is instant. Like really, really great touch in the show. So once again, this time things out the window. So now the kids have aged themselves five years. Um, we don't, this, this is the thing too. It's a, uh, we don't know right at this moment that the twins aged themselves for all we well, know. Yeah, we don't know the age themselves. yeah it, we don't know what the time frame is right now. Right. Good we point. don't know who controlled this part of it. Right. Like yeah. we have no idea how this happened, but Wanda and Vision see their kids. They're old enough to talk and interact with them. <laughs> Agnes comes in and drops like a heck of a line, right? She says, yeah. kids, you can't control them no matter how hard you try. Yep. And we know that we haven't seen a kid, a child in this, in Westview. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we know what she's alluding to here. Yeah. Uh, so is she, do you think that she's warning them about these kids in particular? Because, I mean, Agnes, she doesn't seem surprised that the kids jumped in age at all. Like, No, she's... Yeah, she's completely in on it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, complicit. And I still, once again, think that she's just trying to not <laughs> become the take suffer the wrath of Wanda because she knows the deal. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not real, real sure what the warning is. I don't know if it's uh, if it, if it was to tell us like that's why there's no children around, or is it a case to where Wanda can't can't control the children and they'll 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 do what they want which is what these two did or if it is it just specific to her children like are they working themselves up for are we going to see the new avengers and again we talked earlier in episodes that she keeps mentioning this ralph cat is this mefesto <laughs> does she know that ralph dropped off these you know kids of mefesto as a deal and she's like hey i'm just letting you guys know that life isn't going to be as easy as whatever you think that it's going to be right now with these two 
Like that's kind of the the gut reaction that I got from this. Yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, it's hard to deny that at the, at this point. I mean, it's there's got to be a tie in. I don't think. I think it's be ridiculous to um, you know overlook the clues that we've had. I mean, it's it was crazy, but it was a really cool scene though. And here's Very the thing: cool. we're not into the intro video, and all this has happened. We're like three minutes in. I yeah, say somewhere yeah. in here. So, so here comes the intro video. Um, like, like you said, it's a very growing pains feel. Um, it's actually like, you know, you commented on the black and white drawing. That's actually the old family ties intro. They did that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's stolen right from the eighties, which is what I predicted the show would be based on was family ties. You did. So, you nailed it. Yeah. I thought it's a wasted opportunity in my yeah. eyes, but yeah. Alex P Keaton, right from uh, Columbus, Ohio, by the way, that's where that film was. Uh, <laughs> that's where that show was based by the way. Uh, so, um, but this intro is really much more uh, melancholy than these other ones. It's it wasn't near as like happy go lucky, fun, goofy family. It was it was pretty serious, um, yeah. and obviously for obvious reasons. Because I think in my mind these intros are created as time goes. So like however they're feeling in the moment is that's how the intro is made. Like they're not pre-recorded, so to speak. So. And some of the lyrics in the song too, yes, you know, yeah, echo that you, exact same thing. Yeah, you um, commented uh, quite a few of them. Yeah, and I just wanted to touch on the the painting aspect real quick. <laughs> now we we see that the family's in black and white, and that was the theme for the first couple of episodes, right? And then we see we see Vision is painted first, and it's by a paintbrush that's being elevated. You know, my hand is holding a pen right now, mm-hmm. but my hand is doing it. the The paintbrush in this episode is being held by Red Magic, like. We assume that this is Wanda, correct? And okay. she, I mean, that is my assumption. Definitely can't be confirmed. It could be Doctor Strange. It could be Agnes. It could be Mephesto. It could be a number of people right now. But Vision is painted first. I don't think that that's on accident. And it's and he's painted on his head is where it starts with. And then the rest of this painting throughout the episode is painted. And um some of the lyrics I wanted to touch on real quick, Jeff, was that you wonder the world with a vision of what life could be. Now, that's obviously a play on Wanda and Vision in their relationship. Uh, forces may try to pull us apart. Now, this is said when Vision is introduced in the video. Now, do, Jeff, do you think that this is in reference to what's actually happening in the show? Or do you think that it's referencing Thanos pulling apart Vision? Hmm. So, and, or is it just a general you know, the history of these two through all the comics, there was always something trying to separate them, whether it was just a, whether it was just a human synthoid relationship people, you know, were against or whether it was, you know, you know, vision doesn't see things right now the way Wanda does. I, th- I, I think it's all of it. And I think that even the Thanos part about literally trying to, you know, pull the mind stone out, but I don't think it's just limited to just a Thanos. I think it's just like, you know, the culmination of everything everything i think everything is is working against him in wanda's mind so like we're assuming wanda would create this song you know out of her you know imagination so mm-hmm. i think that's how she sees it is like wh- like essentially like why are th- why is everything trying to keep us apart we i just want to be together so i think it's a culmination of all those things yeah and then just a couple more real quick uh, mm-hmm. nothing can phase me when you're in my heart i think that that's a nod to vision's ability to literally phase through phase. things oh yeah and then um, it says we're making it up as we go along. Now, this lyric is said when the kids are started to yes. be introduced in the song. So I think that's interesting. Um, says we'll be right. We'll be wrong. I f- and you touched on this just a second ago. I feel like that's the overarching theme of this whole episode. 
we'll be right, we'll be wrong. And then later it says, we're making it up because we got love. And then love seems to be the reason why the situation is happening. But I think, you know, obviously grief and guilt, loneliness and a whole bunch of other emotions are intertwined. I just thought that the song, like you mentioned, it was a real appropriate word, melancholy. I think that is beautiful. And at this point in the show, we're like, whoa, this is like, once again, like, wow, they're really going for it. This is not... (laughs) This is not a, I think, I think when we saw episode one a few weeks ago that we assumed that it would be like, at this point we'd be watching like, you know, like what, like we said, full house and having a bunch of like, <laughs> no, this is a total, this is serious stuff and serious family stuff. And you know, that, that, uh, you know, it, in sort of a way, you know, everybody goes through when they have families and all this, like they're, uh, they're not. They're not shying away from any of it. I thought and they I thought, start sampling too from some of the comics that we touched on. That the visions I think is oh, it's, it's heavily influenced in this. Yeah, I think that in we kinda, I think we kind of gave up on that in a, in the first couple of weeks. We kind of got away from that, but it's back heavy this week, and we'll touch on quite a few more things. But I think mm-hmm. we um when I when this show started, I assumed it was going to be heavy, you know, based on that that run of comics, and then now I feel better about that. That there's a lot, of, especially something that's coming up here. Oh so, yes. But um, and, and just one more thing, uh, I'll take more baby vision pictures, like all the baby vision <laughs> that adorable that anybody can have. I am in baby vision is the hero that we all need. So well, we know that that didn't happen. Like vision was created I, as a full blown. No, and I, it, I don't know if that's going to mean something or if they were just having fun. I really don't like it, it could just be like that. We're just having fun. This is just an intro. We're making it up as we go along. That's the lyric. So there you go. It, it really, really cool. So we got then, love, Jeff. So then after that, and then now we're we're to the we'll say the the outside of the hex. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to the sword response post, which this place I still love. This place, there's it's very cool. There's just screens everywhere and vehicles everywhere and people just just going back and forth. Not, they're not doing doing arbitrary it. tasks. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing's getting done. It's classic like government agency. Like they're just bumping into each other. I love it. I love every <laughs> second of it. It uh, feels like a space balls almost in a yeah. way, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does a little bit. Very space ballsy. Uh, so, so now we're back. Uh, you know, we're, we're exaggerating we're, a little bit. Yeah. We see uh, Monica. We're back with Monica. She's in a, you know, we'll, we'll say a, a a hospital type bed, a gurney or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's undergoing some testing. Now this was really cool. Cause mainly I'm obsessed with Monica Rambo. Like I, I love what they're doing with her character. I've talked How can about you it. not be at this? Point? I, I, it, it's just wonderful what they're doing. This could spin off into her own show, like in a second. And I wouldn't even blink. Uh, just they're doing such a great job. So she, uh, she's being debriefed after, you know, exiting the hex and they're, they're running tests on her and everything. Uh, our, our man, Jimmy Wu comes in, him and Darcy comes in, Jimmy's bringing it as usual. Great job again. Uh, they tell Monica there's a brief in 10. So this is what, this is a really cool, I can't wait to break this down with you because I think there's a lot of theories. So this is when, um, like you said, the health professional, great job of not just calling her a nurse or not, whatever, like health professional attending to Monica. So they need to run more tests. Something's wrong. And then Darcy is startled. She looks at whatever the test they ran. Now, I didn't pick up on what kind of test that was, but they had a screen. I tried to look at the screen. It looked like it was the, the center of two dandelions. It was some <laughs> sort of scan. But Darcy yeah. goes, those are blank. Mm-hmm. So now we're alerted because we know who Monica is. And nobody knows yet whether she, she is. 
There's she, a couple different paths, but right. But does she? We we don't know. I I predict that she currently has uh, powers. Uh, I don't know if we're supposed to know whether she does. So this is like Darcy's like, wait a minute, those are blank. Um, Doctors like like I said, I need to run more tests, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, well, what about her labs? Like, I need to draw more blood. And I even highlighted this. I love this. Monica's like, now we're done here. Like, shut it off immediately. So is Monica hiding something or is she just like, I'm in a hurry. Like, I don't have time for this. I, I don't know. What do you think about this little, little uh, scenario here? This could be so many things. Like I said earlier, like, is she just fed up? Because we see when she's introduced in episode four, when we start getting that full rundown, that recap episode, like we say, they do in the comics all the time, every so often in, in Wanda and Vision's relationship together, they'll issue in a series, just a refresher episode. So in that refresher episode, we find out that Monica reports back to sword and she's just wanting to get right back to work. And they're like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. She's like, no, I got this. They're like, no, but you're grounded. That's fine. I'll take whatever work you can give me. Just let me go to work. So is that going on at this moment? Is she just done testing? She wants to get right back and face whatever it was that kicked her out, which we know is Wanda. You know, is she just done? Or like you said, is she like, nah, y'all are starting to pick up on some stuff I don't want y'all to know about. I yeah. kind of think it could be both, but I think that it's interesting to think about the latter rather than the former. And, and why I think that it's more like her quote unquote hiding something is because she doesn't she doesn't explain why. Okay. So like an explanation would be like, she, she's the most unique character as far as like, none of this is, none of this is really phasing her. She's willing to take it head on. She's willing to go back into hex and all this. Like, they're like, Holy cow, you just went in and got kicked out and all this. And she's like, yeah, you know, everything's no big deal, but she doesn't say stuff. She doesn't say anything to allude to like, you know, Hey, when I was on whatever, Babylon eight fighting the, the Gorkums like this stuff happens all the time. Like she never like defends it. She just is like, she just keeps moving forward, which is more like she's got a, uh, an alter ego or something like a classic superhero, you know, situation. That's, that's why I believe that she is currently, you know, a, a superhero that nobody knows about. And it, it just yeah. my opinion. And, and think about this too, Jeff. We just talked about in the recap video that Hayward, it's different than it was the first time that it was revealed to us in episode four in this recap video. Hayward just casually mentions that the program's not the same since you went up there. Yeah. What and is up there? up there? Exactly. And what happened up there? Mm -hmm. And then she makes another comment here shortly. So all this is to me, I mean, I'm fully in like, in my mind, I've already got a, a movie that happened. You could be three people right now in my <laughs> Jeff. She could be three people and they're yeah. all, and they all have Monica Rambo playing them. And she's, she is one of them. So, um, so they get through that. So now we go to, to the briefing they're calling it the Westview anomaly. Uh, we call totally it a boring name. We're already calling it the hex. Um, uh, so Hayward, his initial theory had, uh, had Wanda as part of the, of the victims, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And then now she's the victimizer after Rambo came out and literally said, it's, it's all Wanda. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> Wanda. So, uh, this was a neat, this was a pretty cool scene. Cause I like, I like a good debriefing scene and like, you know, given, given the rundown and someone's dossier and the classic, you know, the classic what do we got. Yeah. 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 Here, here we go. Just, you know, listing off things, but Hayward to me was totally different in this episode. He is obviously, okay. I don't know if he is not like who he's supposed to be, that we're supposed to think that he's not like we're, everything tells us that this guy's a, I don't know if he's a scroll 
I don't know. He he is an imposter. He is not who he says he's going to be. He's not he's not genuine. He's hiding something. He's got agendas. Like it's we're supposed to think all this, whether whether that's true or not. What do you think about Hayward's uh, debriefing here? Well, so you you mentioned the the victimizer part. Then he for some like to me, even just looking back and watching it several times, he clearly has information and intel on Maximoff, but he yeah. still does his due diligence to let Wu come up and give a brief. Now, Wu during this brief on Wanda's history, there was a couple things that I want to touch on. Yeah. One. Remember the date that I'm about to say. He says she was born in 1989. We're going to talk about why that's important here in a second. Okay. And then he also says he's born to Irina. Is it to make me feel old? Is that is that all? You're just trying to make me feel old? Not it, because it's a year before I was born. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's, supposed, over, folks. that's supposed to make you feel old. But anyway, it did. said they were born to Irina and Oleg Maximoff. Now, that's interesting because that's obviously not to the, to the history of their comic books. We know that they're is more layer to Irina and Oleg Maximoff part. But for the briefing purposes, those are names that are given based off the the information that they have. And so at at this point, Hayward interjects, mentions that the twins were radicalized and worked for Hydra. Yeah, this was weird. It was important at that exact moment to set the tone that Wanda is a bad person. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. That that was weird. that really caught me off guard. I love the cool black and white photos, though, like the spot photos. Really, really well done. And um, and we do we do remember that they, you know, in Age of Ultron, you know, the twins were on you know the, the quote unquote the wrong side of it. They didn't have the league of you know the 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 mutants or whatever. We get into some of that. So that that was kind of a different take on it. But we know essentially they were they were bad guys. I don't know how else to say it. Um, they do. They do kind of muddy the water on how that could be what's yep. happening. So, yep. so after he interjects and says that they're working for Hydra, Wu goes, "That's an over or an over uh, simplification of events." But that was yeah, really cool. <laughs> like Wu, Wu is like the sweetest guy, but he but also- Wu picked Wu picked up on the BS from Hayward. Like he's mm-hmm. picking up on the same thing that we are. He's supposed to. I get it. Like I'm like, but he definitely he's picked up on that agency, right? Yeah. And so. FBI, like everything that we ever see of anyone in the FBI, they're like, no, I'm just not I'm not just going to take this lying down. So he says that that Wanda and Petro gained their abilities due to an unspecified experimentation with the mind stone. stone. So to me, Jeff, this is them walking up to the lake with a stick, stirring up the water, clouding our judgment a little bit. And then this makes, I don't want to spoil this. I really want to save it to the end because it's just so huge, but it's making it to where what happens at the end and everything that came up to the top of my mind, this exact moment makes this a little bit easier of a story to tell because he says due to an unspecified experimentation with the mind stone, we know now that Wanda has telekinetic and telepathic um, abilities, right? And so I thought that that was cool. Um, they they did something a little bit to what they did in the show already. And if that didn't make sense, let me try to explain what I'm saying right now. So basically something could have been happening in Marvel for a long time without us knowing because they've already introduced that very same thing happening in this show with the existence of sword. We don't know how long sword yeah, exactly. has been has been in for all we know. It could have always existed. And we just now found out about it. 
Yeah, we can't assume that everything in this show has been a part of the MCU because so many factors are at work here. We've talked about several times the, the combination of Fox and and uh, Marvel and all this, you know, Disney and all this has really changed what they can do and what they can talk about. Like, it's hard not to watch this show and forget that, like, any of the X-Men shows can be factored in. Any of the movies, I'm sorry. Any of the X-Men movies can be factored in. The Fantastic Four, if they want to factor them in. So they can they can say things. And in your brain, you're trying to think of when that happened in the MCU, but it didn't have to be the MCU at this point. They can refer to any of that. And they can also bring the comics into it. Um, so, uh, yeah, great point. My favorite part of this um, was when um, – oh, you got one here about the year of birth. What's What's this about? I didn't pick up on this. So basically the camera as this whole as Wu is giving this entire dissertation, um, the camera picks up on a profile of Wanda. And if you're in, if you do this, what we're doing on this show right now and investigating mm-hmm. again, you got to pause every so often. And when you see a profile come up, that's a dead giveaway. You need to pause and see what's up. So a couple of things that, that come up that I wasn't surprised with. One was the abilities. Now you got your neuroelectric interfacing. That makes sense telekinesis mental manipulation that all makes sense we've seen all that at play with wanda right now status enhanced couldn't say mutants at the time that makes sense inactive makes sense there's nothing going on (laughs) in the superhero world right now except spider-man for all we know but the year of birth that is on this it's 1988 Wu says 1989 in the dissertation. We just talked about how we as an audience feel like we're being played. Are we yeah. meant to feel played here? Or could, yeah. Do you think that it's at all possible that Marvel, the, the directors of the show, made a mistake and typed in 80? I can't imagine they made a mistake at this point. I just can't. I can't fathom that any of this is a mistake. I mean, they're so meticulous that they would miss on that. I don't know. We're going to find why out. Why, but what? Like, the, the, I have to think why about it. Why would it matter? Why would it matter? I don't know. Um, it's it's everything is to throw you off. That's why I said. But but so they goes to my theory that yeah the <clears throat> the directors of the quote unquote real show might not have made a mistake, but the directors of what I believe is the artificial show that we're a part of could have made a mistake. Whoever is making you know whether it's um, wh- whoever's making this illusion could have made a mistake like ah oh, man i missed that like didn't cross their you know t's about their lowercase j's uh, <laughs> <clears throat> well the coolest part i thought of this whole thing was when hayward asked uh if wanda had any aliases he's like woo nothing no funny nicknames nothing that no, was sir. really not weird like and he's like no not a one but hayward was like he he knows it so who is hayward if he, why he knows, is there, yeah, why is there a variance in their information? Yeah, he knows, he, like, he already knows all this. So, like, he knows, obviously, he was, he wanted him to say Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Why? So, who is he that he knows? Like, he's obviously, I, I can't figure out. He's, he's, you know what I mean? Like, he was digging for it. Like, he was like, really? Nothing? None? You don't, mm-hmm. like, you don't know her name? I don't know. And then they get into this argument about, you know, well, Wanda did fight the Avengers. Who are we to say that she's good? And we was like, yeah, but she earned their trust and actually became an Avenger. So that's kind of a, a thing that happened too. Yeah. And then Hayward's like, run along, Jimmy. <laughs> we don't need you here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Darcy proceeds to try to cuss him out. And then we get, we cut back to where 
you know, um, Hayward's calling Wanda a terrorist. He gets yes. into it with Monica. Monica's like, no, she's not. And they get into the semantics. I like this scene though. I like, yeah. you know, because a lot, a lot of it is because I'm not a Scarlet Witch fan. I'm a, I'm a Wanda fan. I'm a Elizabeth Olsen fan, but I'm not a Scarlet Witch fan. So like, I have to remember that. And so when he's like, no, no, no. Like if you describe everything she's doing, she's a terrorist. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a good point. And but, even he uses Monica's own words against her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some, we've talked about several comic series, you know, in the past where she is like, she's the bad guy. Like she's the big bad. It's not a misunderstanding. Like it, it like some of, you know, most of it's, she's, she's doing what she thinks is best, but it hurts a lot of people and she gets upset and she, you know, she's, she's done some, some really bad things over the years. So I kind of like that scene that they are, they, they're not just, openly defending wanda constantly yeah for sure and then i thought it was funny too that hayward points out lagos which is you know basically the the tipping point to what started civil war where wanda is unable to contain that that uh Mm -hmm. the virus that she has and then it basically explodes out of her magic and so that and that's a central part of the show too that repeats itself a couple of times yeah yeah. Well, and that's something, I mean, they obviously they got to touch on that because that's the most famous, you know, it started the, the MCU version of the civil war. That's a whole different, you know, conversation I could have about what they did with the civil war storyline, but whatever it, it worked, it worked, it worked out. So, uh, yeah, they bring that up. Um, yeah, there's a lot of evidence against it and that's what we got to remember. She's been around a very short time and like people haven't seen her do a lot of good, but it's been a lot of like, negative stuff like mm-hmm. you know like where we just we like elizabeth olsen and we, we she's an avenger so we're just like oh yeah we like her but then when you look at the evidence which is hayward's trying to say you're like oh wait a minute um i guess now that i think about it like she she went against the sokovia accords you know what i mean she was part of the caps team the rebels uh you know she she caused the trouble whether whether she was to blame or not in Lagos. Um, and then she's the next, you know, then, then you got end game and now you got this. I mean, she, they were on the run for a while. So it's like, what evidence is there that she's such a great hero? Why should everybody just assume that even though we think we know that. And, and that's the, and that's a key point. And this happens a lot too, in the comics that there's always a gray area with superheroes, not even just Wanda, but there's always a gray area with superheroes, yeah. which makes it easy for a writer or a director to come up with some sort of material to, to give an hero, someone who's got tremendous power, some sort of adversity that they yeah. got to overcome. Right. So that, oh, yeah, that's you gotta have a downside. You gotta have a downside. Uh, yeah. Like for instance, visions is at any time he could be, he could just destroy the earth. Like that's all like, he's a great guy, but if he snaps, like he can destroy the earth. Like, or if he, or if someone else gains control of him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that that's, if not, you have Superman who is, you know, this is are too powerful for their own good. So, but then this is great. So then they showed a video. Let's, let's talk about the video of the break in real quick. Um, this was cool. I did mm-hmm. not expect this to, to, to come up. So essentially they show the video, you know, it's, it's cool black and white security footage and it's Wanda breaking into um, where they held, vi- where they had vision's body. Vision's mm-hmm. corpse. They actually called it a corpse, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, even well, though it's season toyed. When you see it, yeah. Yeah, but, but that was still cool though, that they didn't say like they didn't refer to it as a thing. They like gave him oh, I see. The you object. know what I mean? They could have. Yeah. 
They could have. You got to remember, these people don't know Vision. They never got to know him. He he didn't know that he knew the Avengers, Mm -hmm. and then he was dead. So yeah. like people, people like the public didn't get to know Vision. Like you know, he was I mean? tower the whole time too in Civil War guarding Wanda. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, he's just a robot to them. So I thought that was pretty cool how they kind of humanized him like that. The show Wanda. I didn't pick up on that at all. Yeah, well, that's just kind of Vision's thing. Like yeah. he's, it, you know, essentially like he's more human than humans. That's his, the whole thing, you know, because of the way he's learned and uh, they even touch on that, but. uh so she, we, we see this black and white footage. Wanda breaks in. Uh, you know, she's using her magic, throwing people out of the way. So it, it, it essentially stole his corpse nine days ago. This was nine days ago. Mm-hmm. You know? And so what, what do we make of this? I don't even know. Like, the first thing you ask, and I, I ask you, is it Wanda? Well, is it actually Wanda? <clears throat> I didn't think this until the end of the show. Then the end of the show was like, <laughs> This could be a completely different person for all that we know, or it may not even be Wanda controlling her own actions at this very moment. So if it is Wanda, is Wanda in control of what she's doing right now? If it's not Wanda, then who is it? You know right. what I mean? And then um, it was also very convenient for Hayward to be like, no, I got permission to share this top secret video of this top secret location. Everything's that very convenient. Yeah, he, it, he just so happens to have the right information at the right time. So the and video is probably fake. The video could be fabricated. It, it, we don't know what's going on at this moment, right? But this is where you pointed out earlier that we learned that this event took place nine days ago. So everything that f- is happening in you know Westview and the anomaly and the hex, it's only been nine days. Now, when I'm watching this and I'm seeing everything, it feels longer than that, even though that it's only been five episodes. In my head, when I'm trying to process this, I'm thinking that this is a couple weeks now but it's less than two days. Yeah. Well, let's keep in mind too. We're only, so at most we're, we're a month from the, uh, the Hulk snap, you know, because Monica came back to work three weeks after the snap Mm -hmm. and you know, this had already happened. So actually we're about three weeks from the Hulk snap. That's it. So the last time we see Wanda, you know, we've talked about it. She was, it was at a Tony's funeral. Mm-hmm. You know, she seems pretty cool. Like she had, you know, conversation. Felt feels like she's dealing with it. He's talking down Clint at this moment because he's yeah. grieving, he's grieving. Um, cat. Yeah, yeah. So. so, and then now all of a sudden she's, Nat. yeah. Now all of a sudden she's, you know, breaking in, stealing Vision's body. Like now she can't deal with it. Um, so it's very odd. Yeah, yeah. So I, I we're sp- once again we're supposed to assume this isn't Wanda. Maybe it is. Um. I, I don't know, but then but like, it, is it though? <laughs> I, but then like, how does somebody who controls Wanda? Um, it's, it's crazy. So Hayward says, you know, this was against his wishes. You know, his living will was, you know, he didn't want to belong to somebody. He didn't want to be a weapon. And Darcy says, well, what happens when he finds out? Yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of the theme of the show. And he was disassembled. It wasn't like they had an entire vision just, put together like he was in pieces that that was unnerving to me when you talk about the emotional ride that this show took you on jeff when i saw vision in pieces i was like oh my gosh yeah and it just so happens that oh this was his living will you know hayward knows everything you know yeah but he's not very helpful that's the thing he's he's all knowing and not helpful which that's why i just can't quite figure it out bill's bad guy 
And so, uh, so this, so then, okay. So now we're back to, we're back to the hex. Mm -hmm. we're, we're back to the Wanda and visions kitchen. Uh, <laughs> Wanda sees the boys or, you know, just being, you know, they're being young, you know, boys messing around in the sink and Wanda's, but even this, even this scene right here, like Wanda's giving the boys a little bit of like, Hey, what are you two up to? But it mm -hmm. didn't feel it to me. Okay, this is where we differ a little bit. We talked about this off air. To me, I think you are, she is a little like, how do I want to say, regretful of the children. Like everything happened so fast. And I don't, I think that a part of her is like, ah, oh, these kids, like I didn't see having, I didn't see having five year olds right now. Like she's trying to go, like, I don't feel like, no matter like i don't feel like that it's all like no matter what you know i love my kids this is all about the kids or whatever i feel like she's a little detached and i and you i think are under the impression it's just kind of her acting kind of the job she did on the episode to me i think that it's purposeful and you're supposed to be a little like man wanda's not really on board here like because when vision interacts with the boys he really seems like a loving father and the wand is a little more detached. And so I think that's, I really think that's on purpose. It's interesting that you have that take because I have the exact opposite. I feel like Wanda is closer to the kids than vision. Really? Especially as the show progresses on, and we'll talk about this. I'll give my reasoning why just in the episode where, when Wanda walks in, where's vision? Yeah. He's not around. It's her and the kids, right? Yeah. And so it's it's interesting. And, and, we'll, and we'll have plenty more opportunity to talk about the whole dynamic of this family that we're given now. But Wanda walks in and she, you know, she sees the kid and she kind of plays along like, you know, unless you're building a human fits in front of the in front of the sink. But the kids yeah. have a dog in there now. Yeah. This is huge. This is huge. Jeff. Ginormous. It's huge because it's weird, too. It doesn't even look the same from one second in the show to the other, because when the boys are standing in front of the sink, it doesn't look like there could possibly be a dog in the sink. No, that was odd. But when Wanda has them scoot away, the water and the bubbles look completely different. I and thought then they too. magically a dog. And um, that's a good point. I picked up on that, and I and there you go. I thought I made the mistake of thinking maybe it was just part of the editing or whatever. But there's no way when I look at them, like there's no dog in that sink. Yeah, like the bubbles are parted when the kids move, but when they're standing in front of the sink without Wanda it's like all connected. There's a unified layer and it doesn't look like there could be anything in there. And um, so the kids split Wanda sees the dog and she's like, eh, I don't know if we can do this. And then eventually she sees the dog and like falls in love with it. And then, um, then vision enters the room. And I and think falling in love with the dog was important. I think that was, an, they were, that was trying to convey something about Wanda, like learning to like, let, let something in again. Um, and you know, it may or may not backfire <laughs> later, but, uh, I <laughs> we'll think it was on purpose the way she's like, no, we can't keep this dog. And then she falls in love with it. But like none of it, th this doesn't anymore feel like the 80 sitcom stuff. This feels like her. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the difference here. Um, yeah, the dog did, the dog was more important than I thought it was going to be. It's so the whole, so we're, we're going to talk about here in a second, whenever we finish this scene, yeah. to touch on the, the rundown of who this dog is. Right. Yeah. But um, he, when Vision enters the room, he's already human. Like, well, yeah. he's in his human form. He has his face on, as I'm probably going to continue to say. And and this kind of catches Wanda off guard. She's like, honey, you know, why are you like this? And he goes, no, I have a hunch that someone's going to come over. Then as soon as he says that, 
you know, knock on the door. Agnes comes in. Recurring with, theme in this episode. He and says, then, with, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you no, go. Just with exactly the item that we require. <laughs> like, you know, he's he's totally he's totally like in in knows the game's up. Like he knows what's going on right now. Um it's uh so Agnes shows up, she's got the 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 doggy yeah, the doghouse. The doghouse, yeah, it's a little doghouse or whatever. Then, you know, of course, uh, Vision's like, "How would you know that?" Oh, I heard the my ears. I heard the dog. Yeah, like, the window told me. Yeah, yeah. Even though, first of all, like, it's just none of that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be standing outside the kitchen window. The dog was barely. I just thought about this, Jeff. Okay. When they're looking for their dog later in this episode. It feels like Agnes's house is far away. I didn't even catch up on this until you just said that. Like she's not just right across the way mm-hmm. from. Actually, that's where Herb is, who we don't see in this episode at all. Yeah, no Herb, man. Really upset about that. Yeah, really weird. But what's cool is is that the dog is out. Um, you know, he caught ca- he causes the uh, the outlet to arc, and they're trying to be like, well, what do we call this boy? And then one of the kids does a very kid thing. Is like, what about Sniffy? And they're like, nah, that's a that's a dumb name, kid. But he walks up yeah. to the to the outlet, and it starts sparking or arcing, right? And uh, and what's the, what did that mean? That meant something like a, like like they. It's it's one of those when you, when we see these out of place special effects, we know that it means something. Like in the first couple episodes, every now and you would see a special effect that didn't did, didn't fit. That spark didn't fit with an '80s sitcom. Like it looked like a like a current you know, special effects. So there was obviously a meaning to that. And there's so many, you know, electrified characters in the, the superhero world. Like I wouldn't even want to begin, but that meant something. All right. So let's talk about Sparky. Now. Let's talk about Sparky. Yeah. Appropriate spot. And now we talked earlier and in several episodes early on in the series about how the visions we suspect yes. and is right now playing a big part in the storytelling. If you haven't read the vision uh, series. It's at what? 10 episodes, I believe. Uh, it's I a great, it's a, yeah. It's a great series about vision, creating a family. And it's, a, I mean, it's, it ties into this, but anyway, if you haven't read that, you know, I, I recommend it, but we're, we're getting ready to talk about it. So Sparky is the name of the dog that is created for the vision family because yeah. vision wants a family with the help of Tony Stark, who is his close friend. They create a family. They have kids. They have a wife. the The wife's name is uh, uh, Virginia. Yeah, or, yep. yeah, Vivian. Yeah, Virginia. Uh, Virginia. Thank you. Um, but later in the show or the show, wow, the comic series, they literally create a dog, and his name is Sparky. Sparky. Yeah, awesome. As he comes up to this outlet, he's obviously a fabricated dog, and we think so even more based on how we looked at the scene with the bubbles and the shapes and everything else that this dog was just fabricated. If that's the case, maybe just somehow the, there could be interference. It could be, you know, it could, that neuroelectric um, interfacing that Wanda has that we found out was one of her abilities. Maybe he has it too, if he's created. So, there is so many things that be going on right now, but it's just cool how they how they took that character of the visions, yeah, and, and put them in here. And we talked about how the visions was going to be a part of the storytelling of the show. They've sampled from almost every single story arc that we've covered, Jeff. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I thought it was so cool. As soon as I saw the dog, I'm like, oh okay, this is wild. And and there's and with all the neighbors and stuff, I assume we're going to see more uh, more. Um, 
storylines pulled from that vision storyline for sure. So, uh, so now, you know, so they've got the dog. So we go back to sword post. (laughs) We're back at the, uh, um, the the uh thing so um wanda creates a collar for sparky in front of oh yes yeah. because vision's like no i thought that we were of the same understanding that we're not going to do this vision's like or wanda's like i'm tired of hiding and we talked about that earlier right yeah. that kind of the theme of this is that she's just giving up like caring about people knowing about them at this yeah. point right or, or is it just agnes like we really that's the only person that she's let down her guard around it's yeah, well, famous. and Monica and the doctor. So they have all seen things. Oh, that yeah, typically the doctor, yeah. yeah. The other neighbors really haven't been around. So who else would there be? But correct yeah, point. And then uh, Vision says something that I think is really potent and prominent that we and important that we discuss it right now. He says, Wanda, usually we are so, we are usually so much of the same mind. But right now, what aren't you telling me? So this yeah. is the jig is up, like you said earlier. And um, Wanda looks nervous, but again, a distraction is provided. This time, the kids is like, can we keep the dog? Wanda, oh, yeah, this is a big moment. Wanda speaks for Vision and her and say, no, not till you're 10. And then oh. we see that the boys look at each other yep. and age himself up to 10 years old. And now apparently they get to keep the dogs now all of a sudden. Is this because the parents are just giving in or are they unable to deny the kids? Like, what do you think is up with that? No, I, I, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that once they said it, it, it was part of the script, but the kids don't have to play along with the script, but they do. Like, I don't think they can, like, Vision could have changed his mind, so to speak, you know, like, once it was set and, you know, in motion. Uh, weird, crazy moment, though, when they, they're like, okay, we'll just love, like, obviously, this is why the, the kids aren't in the show, like, other children aren't in the show because they can't be controlled. And it's really starting to backfire. Uh, really, really. I don't know. That was a crazy moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really thought that was pretty cool uh, of them to do. Very comic booky, uh, but I don't know. It's a that's a good question. You know, why then we learned too that earlier in the show that they were babies and then they were five. It feels like they didn't age them, or that no one else aged them up. That somehow, even though they were babies, they were still able yeah. to convert, do some sort of magic or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, for sure. I mean, th- I think yeah, th- these kids might be play a bigger part than we think. I yeah. mean, we assume that like they're just eluding, but they might be the full fledged characters. And then next week, heck, I guess it'd be as soon as next week, but um, really, really cool stuff. So, so then we go back to the sword uh, post, the command center. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Monica is discussing with Darcy, Darcy about going back in the hex mm-hmm. uh, in a, in a specific armored vehicle. Now what's the vehicle? I have no idea. I was hoping that you would be able to give some sort of inf- insight on like some sort of X-Men tank that, that is. Oh, I, don't know. I don't know. Because did- she, she gets very specific on the elements that are in there and what they do for the neurons, the protons and be able yeah. to safely enter this. It's some sort of vehicle, but I have no idea on what well, they may. I, maybe we're not supposed to, because then Monica says, I know an aerospace engineer who, um, who'd be up for this challenge and she's, she's going to text him. Um, I said it could be, she could be texting Reed Richards. Uh, you thought a couple of your, uh, options that she could have been texting in the, obviously in the Marvel universe. Well, we, we know that Iron Man unfortunately has passed away. One of his, uh, successors is a, is a young lady named Riri Williams who becomes Ironheart, which yep. we know 
through the internet that um that there's supposed to be an Ironheart series coming oh, out. Soon. Nice. Now, granted, at this moment, she's probably a teenager, so I don't know if Monica's looking to reach out to a teenager right at this moment. But just for the sake of the fact that it's an aerospace engineer, a potential candidate is Reed Williams. Um, Reed Richards, obviously, you said that he's of the Fantastic Four. It could be him. But there's another character that I want to turn your attention to. His name is Adam Brasher. His superhero name is Blue Marvel. Now, what's interesting about him is that he has a very unique tie-in to Monica. So to me, this makes the most sense out of all three aerospace engineers that this could be. Um, you know, he has ties to swords in the to sword in the comics. He has ties to Monica Rambo's Spectrum character, not Photon, not not Captain Marvel, but Spectrum. And uh, this, it, to me, it seems more likely. Now, if this is the case, and it is Adam Brasher, we already know that Captain Marvel is Carol Danvers. We know that Maria Rambo was Photon. Could we see Spectrum in the MCU, Jeff, if this proves to be the case? Oh, I, th- I think absolutely at this point. Uh, I think that's actually a good choice. I assume my my number one choice after I did some, you know, really thought about it, did some research was Jane Foster because we know that Jane Foster is still going to be in the MCU. She's probably going to be Thor uh, in the next Thor movie. So that, and then Darcy's here. So to me, that just made sense as far as just like convenience. But um, I don't see any reason why, you know, they couldn't bring, you know, these other characters in. I mean, there's no stopping them now. So I hope, I actually hope that's the right answer. And that would make more sense with it being Monica texting him, that would actually make a lot, a lot more sense. In the existence of sword too. So yeah, like, exactly. It would be real easy for them just to say like, Oh, these two have a prior relationship and they're both enhanced and we don't know who they are yet and go on from there. And with the existence again of a captain Marvel and of a photon in the MCU, another alias that Monica Rambo had another superhero that she was a spectrum. Yeah, exactly. And then we know a lot of times they'll, they'll, they'll touch on these characters in the past and then not do anything with them. So like, like just, just because they, just because they bring them up in the show doesn't mean it'll ever evolve into anything else. They might just use their name to keep you kind of, you know, keep you on your toes. Like we said, and who knows, it might be 10 years before we ever, we ever <laughs> I mean, they've, they've done that several times, you know? Yeah. That's true. But then as we continue on in the sword post, right. Uh, Darcy references the Westview anomaly as yeah. Finally, finally, we're officially called the hex. Yep, and it's a total Darcy moment. She was like, "I, I called it that because of this hexagonal shape. It's starting to catch on." Wu looks at Monica's like, "No, nobody else is calling it this right now." <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was a cool moment. But Wu also asked here, you know, have the babies and the teenage versions of the twins been identified? And then th- this is where it gets really interesting. Jeff is that apparently there has been a, you know, an internal discussion or dispute about whether or not everything in the hex is real. Monica seems right. to that since she was in there that, yeah, it may look fake on TV, but everything in there is real. And then Darcy and Wu is like, well, if that's the case, she's generating, you know, things at a power far beyond anything that exactly. she's, it's not just an illusion. Yeah. yeah. Not just an illusion. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was pretty, and I hadn't really thought about that either. Like this whole time it could have easily been an illusion. And, um, but but it's not, um, which, you know, alludes to the, we, we go back to Monica's jumpsuit with the fish on it. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty neat. So 
What was this here? I'm sorry, I missed a note. No, it's okay. Um, the next one here is that um, Wu also mentions Captain yeah, Marvel. Oh, yeah. Discussion. It was really weird because when Captain Marvel is mentioned, uh, Monica kind of rolls her eyes and is like, yeah, but we're not talking about her right now. We're talking about Wanda. And they were very- talking about how powerful Wanda was. And they're like, well, she almost single-handedly took out Thanos. And they're like, yeah. And then Jimmy's like, well, so, you know, Captain Marvel kind of did. And Monica was like, just the look on her face and she was like, no, we're not, we're not talking about her. Like that was, that was something's up there. So I threw it out to you. Like is why is she upset with Captain Marvel? Because we assume we're going to, I think we're going to get a backstory. We're going to find this out, you know, at some point. But my, my guess is that when Monica was snapped, that Captain Marvel didn't take care of her mom. I think it has something to do with her mom, but maybe not. It might've been something that happened in space. Like they might've been working together in space. Yeah. And because of what um, Hayward mentions earlier is like the world's not the same since you went up there again, what is up there? You know, I would assume, you know, Carol Danvers has been up there before too. Right. So it'd be easy for them to cross paths here, but I'm, I'm kind of at the same mind as you where, it, it would be very simple for Marvel to say that she felt betrayed that in her mom, who was her best friend, her her biggest time in need, especially why, you know, Monica was not able to take care of her. Where the heck was Carol Danvers, right. Captain Marvel? You know, she's able to do anything. Why is she not here right now? I, I think that that is the more likely of the two. It's, yeah, I think it's the, I think it's the most likely. But I, but obviously, obviously, what I think is cool about it is we're going to find out. That's going to be its whole thing on its own, which I'm excited. Like it's it's probably going to be maybe it's going to be in the new Captain Marvel movie. Like maybe the, you know that that movie is going to take place. Be, I don't know. I don't know how much more we're going to do before the snap. So I guess uh, maybe it's just going to be a quick like flashback. Might just be a yeah. flashback scene. But there, there's something to that um, for sure. Yeah. And then another cool thing that happens here before they run into the outfit, um, we we look on the whiteboard and I paused this a couple times just to make sure I didn't miss anything else. But of all the characters that were identified in episode four, a couple characters were left out. We're left without the couple that were in the commercials. We're left without um, the mailman. We're left without the doctor. And then obviously Agnes has not fully been identified yet. Now, the mailman all of a sudden has a profile up on the whiteboard now, and he has a driver's license. So that, to me, eliminates him being someone of a superior ability, right? So um, Dottie is still questionable. That's he, true. Uh, doctor's still questionable. And the, the, the two people inside the commercial and the kids now, too, right? So there's a couple people that aren't identified yet on the whiteboard. But now we have the mailman has been pinned down to somebody, although we haven't got a name or anything yet. And as far as the twins too, it's just another one more thing about the show that makes me think that they're all part of the show. Is like they're not freaking out over the twins. Like they should mm-hmm. be freaking out. Monica just delivered twins that are ten years old a day later. Like that. That like they're not freaking out enough about this. Like and just, there's no other kids in the town. Yeah, it's in like they, that should be the only conversation they're having is like you guys realize their kids are ten now. Like mm-hmm. like they, these are human beings that are ten years old. If this isn't an illusion, this is the free like this is. Like we're dealing with something way more impossible. That's why I think that there's more, I think there's more people under, uh, more people compromised than just in the town. So, uh, so, you know, Monica realizes everything's in there real. They're like, wait a minute, you came out with your clothes on. She wants to go check them out. Uh, this is the, this is the, 
the fish jumpsuit uh, that Monty yep. was wearing when she got uh, um, thrown. Now, whether the stork, if we remember the stork, was picking you know at the pants because of the fish, or whether this there was some sort of connection here, like we don't know. It's it is weird that it's the same pair of pants and. Same Maybe one. it's the material because we find out that because Monica went in there with Good a uh, bulletproof vest on that most of it's made of Kevlar. Now, why a pelican would care about Kevlar pants, I we have no know. idea. But if it's not a if, if it's not a if it it's not a coincidence, if it's not a stork, I kept saying pelican. If it's not a stork, yeah. and it's Doctor Strange, is he trying to be like, hey, I'm on to who you are? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's. But it's so weird. So she, you know, she shoots the pants, which is ridiculous. Any any time a show does that, like you don't automatically just pull the gun and shoot it. But that was just a classic, like action. You know, point real quick, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. You could have done so many things. You could have stabbed it first or anything. But hey, guys, I think my pants are Kevlar because I went in there with a bulletproof vest. Do you want to see? You want to run yeah. analysis? So I'm just. Why is there a loaded weapon just laying there? <laughs> like, there's like that. That weapon would have been unlo- like. There's so many things, but it is what it is. Like that's yeah. just part of being an action show. But the important thing is here is that we know that now the the pants weren't an illusion. They were they were Wanda yes. rewriting reality which again they have they don't touch on this in the mcu but the wanda's real ability is that she's able to kind of adjust probabilities which is a cool yin to the yang of vision statistical nature yeah so yeah so then we figure out we forgot the pants are you know real so they're divided on the plan so now we go back to vision's workplace (laughs) computational services just what a great name it sounds like creative yeah yeah every, it sounds like every name of every uh you know business that like your friend works for it and you're like where do you work on oh, computational service i work at grocery store <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so we're computational services and um you know vision's back at work but 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 now he's back at work but he's not he's not playing along he's almost investigating or there's more to it you know he's he's in on it now like scenario is what it feels like yeah he's just going through the motions at this point so this this whole this scene was a little weird for me i didn't quite grasp it um everything they were doing because of the timeline and stuff and i don't know if they're just being liberal with what was available in the 80s but you know visions um you know working on the computers and he boots one up and he's like oh we've got an email and they make email jokes I was around in the eighties and I don't remember anybody being like, Oh, we've got email. Like, I just don't, I don't, I don't know if that's something or just being liberal with the time usage or if that is a, a you know, part of the show. I, I really can't, I couldn't figure that out. This whole scene kind of bothered me a little bit. If I'm being honest with you, it was really weird. It just like, maybe that's the intent of it to make people feel dumb. Like they're under a trance almost. Right. And that's what oh. this whole scene, like to me that would make sense i mean that's how i felt like i was like what do you i don't understand before the 80s you know it wasn't all that but just like the the way they used it and they're like um even like vision sits down he's like we should surf the internet no no no. nobody was saying that in the 80s like that nobody was surfing the internet in in the early 80s this is an early 80s sitcom like nobody like that was weird yeah and so you mentioned that that we're at computational services. I think it's important to point out that this is the first time Vision goes back to work since the first episode. Like yeah. uh, the computational services where he met Mister Mister Hart and the whole dinner happens, 
and then he never goes back to work. Well, we, but they allude to like in last episode, in episode four, when Darcy is watching the series, that more happened that we didn't see. Like the like there's the, like the sitcom is constantly going on while we're not watching. That's true. Like we but, haven't seen the only things that have happened. But there's no like we've seen the library more times than we've seen Visions work. Oh yeah, yeah. In yeah, Wentworth's sure. department store more than we've seen Vision's work. So I just thought that was interesting to point out. But you mentioned that Vision is installing computers. He boots one up. And then as they're booting the computer up, they get an email, which that's not how computers work. I don't know how they worked in the 80s. It's not how yeah, they work they, today. Nothing like they didn't work at all. <laughs> they were bad. <laughs> yeah. And so as the computer is booting up, it all of a sudden gains access to a top secret sword email, which exactly. was written by Darcy. And this email is referencing radiation and it's uh, naming the it's naming the hex, the Maximoff anomaly. So we feel like that this is when Darcy is writing the email is when she initially gains the CMBR and it's intertwined with another thing. And there's nothing to call this place other than, a, a you know, a, a Maximoff anomaly. Right. And so as this email is scrolling or scrolling up, the entire office in unison is reading the the entirety of this that email. Was, that's another one of those that, that really struck me as odd. It just feels like that this place has to be like a Hydra or an AIM or something like that. It just felt felt very bad guy like, didn't it to you? Oh yeah, it definitely it definitely felt Hydra. But then that's what makes me think that it's not because it's like, well, it's so obvious that and I, and I don't know if we're going to go to the Hydra well again. I just I I, I mean I just it's can't tell. AIM because advanced idea mechanics. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking here too. The vision can be doing is he might be pulling his own plan along. Like he might be actually using the internet, like interacting somehow. Like we don't know yet. Maybe next week we find out, but, and then he's like, Oh no, this is just, you know, 1980s email or whatever, but actually he's hacked into like sword mainframe and he's, you know, he's, he, he's in, he's reading his high tech, like modern stuff. And then, but he's kind of playing along with the, well, we find out aren't actors here in a second. Uh, maybe it's something like that to where Vision's like, oh, yeah, this is just what it looks like. Like basically he right at this point now, he's like, it doesn't matter what I say. Like it's yeah. everybody's going to go along with the game. And uh, so maybe he's he's trying to reach out to sword, you know, outside of the hex right now. Maybe I didn't think about that. But that's extremely possible because emails work both ways. You know, did he. Right. So what happens next is, is that Vision uses his own like enhanced powers to shut off the computer. So maybe as he's doing that, he's sending a message. I don't know. Cause we don't see him type up anything, but like you like, said, it could have, have to. Yeah. It could be, you know, him speaking the language as Norm said earlier in the show. Yep. But um, Norm is trying to be like, Hey, you're the funny guy. Why don't you, rep- what are we going to say to it? You know, you're the funny guy and visions powering the computer off in the middle of Norm's speech. And then the last thing Norm says is that none of it's real. So that prompts vision to then go up and, the same motion that he uses, you know, he puts his fingers on the computer and then it powers down. He does the same thing. He puts his head or his hands on Norm's uh, temples mm-hmm. and essentially uh, awakens Abilash Tandon, which was his real name prior to the the hex or whatever. Right. So as that happens, Abilash comes in and says, please help. What day is it? How long has it been? Where's my phone? I got to call my sister. She's taking yeah. care of our dad. He's sick. You have to stop her. Jeff, who's her? Oh, I mean, it's, 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 I'll just say it's Wanda. Like, I think it, that 
There's no reason if it's not like we don't know who it is. Like we're absolutely 100% supposed to believe it's Wanda. Like if we if it's not, we don't know who it is. But what was weird about this? What what abilities does Vision have to do this? I didn't like this. Like why would he be able to do that to somebody's a human? He doesn't. That's not how humans. That's not how Vision works. It doesn't make any sense. The only thing I could think of is that, you know, if the Mind Stone granted him some sort of ability to be able to do something like this, because we know that he was powered through an Infinity Stone. Wanda was, too. He's probably enhanced in the same manner as Wanda is that granted her special abilities, too. Like, that's the only thing that I could think. I think that it's I think it's more of a trick. There's something that either he really didn't do that or he can't. I just it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't mean. Yeah, it, it could it could it could be so many different things. Um, I think he, I think he meant to do it, uh, but I, I just I don't know. I don't know what what power set that Vision has that would have caused that. He did it's seem very int- out of the hex. That's it's it's essentially anti magic. You know what I mean? Because if this guy's being controlled by magic, I don't understand how what v- Vision could have done to break that and then and then bring it back. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe that, that would almost make Norm a computer. That's that would be the only thing Vision can control. But then again, the computer is what was able to cause the computer caused everyone to speak in unison. Right. So are it they? It could be a little bit of both. Maybe it is because it's Wanda and Vision. The name of the show, Wanda Vision. They both maybe have something to do with this. Maybe Vision's ability to do incredible things is part of the reason why this place is able to exist. And there's a line that Wanda uses at the end, which I'll say because it's a very powerful scene. Maybe that's speaking to why vision is here. If that makes sense, because maybe this is important to the existence of this place, even if he's not intentional or, um, you know, trying to maybe his existence is prominent to, the that Westview being what it is right now, maybe he has to be there for this to take place. Uh, no, it, it could be very. It just there's some there's something off about that. I mean, they're, they're going to allude to it. I can't figure it out. But there's no there's nothing about Vision that he should have been able to do that. But right. uh, but Vision you said, oh, go ahead. No, no, I would say you still think the her. You still think it's either, you know you're still not ruling out Dottie. You, I mean, you really, really, really are on Dottie. It, it could be Dottie. It could be Agnes. It could be an, an, another character that has not been named yet. I mean, and again, because of the end of this episode, it could be almost well, anybody. Yeah, it could be almost anybody right now. But Vision, he heard what I heard, Jeff. He says, "Stop who?" He heard her. He didn't hear a name. So Vision is saying, "Stop who?" And then Abilash doesn't answer. He says, "She's in my head. None of it is my own. It hurts. It hurts so much. Just make it stop. Just make her stop." You know, she's screaming at this point and then vision just can't deal with this. Just it, it unnerves him to no end just to watch the amount of trauma, the pain yeah. suffering that Abby Lash is going in. He's like, I can't take this anymore. And then he snaps him back into norm. But yeah, which one that doesn't make sense either. Like neither one of those makes sense. Why would he even snap him? Why would he let it? Why would he snap him back in? I, maybe he doesn't want Wanda to know that he's onto him at this point. Maybe, or maybe but he he's just, him- but we're about to find out. He goes home and confronts her. Like it doesn't, it's, it's the, I mean, and here's the thing. I'm not saying this scene is messed up. I'm saying it's intentional. I can't figure it out. Like, like it just doesn't, it just doesn't 
It's a very Edgar Allan Poe feel right now. Like he just hears the heart beating underneath the floorboard right now and he can't take it. And maybe he's just ripping up floorboards right now, Jeff. Like that's all like he just can't deal with the amount of pain that's going on in the situation right now. And that's just Norm. And he knows like, okay, there's a whole town that's suffering this right now. He probably just can't even take it at this point. Doesn't even want to think that the love of his life could be doing this to people right and now. And I hadn't I hadn't thought about the mind stone. So that could be the answer to all of it. It could just be as simple as that. They're there because I, I always forget about the just ultimate power of these infinity stones. So it, it, it could very well be that there, he is still just although technically it's stone. not a part of vision right now, but maybe right, exactly. That's that, that's what I'm saying. But but if they're going to uh, if they're going to re- keep running with those, then OK, that, it, that would explain it in an instant. But um, it, that's my point. Like I, it, the mind stones destroyed. I don't. It just it's something. It could have It could have generated a power within him or something to where he can have then, mind manipulation. And then you know he does it to one guy. Like okay, so if you discovered the secret that, and then you instantly knew how to you know bring somebody back to reality, you would do it to everybody in the room. You would do it to everybody in the town. Like you would not stop doing. You start talking to everybody. If you Unless it. Unless, unless it's the love of your life doing this, and you can't even just you can't even fathom your lovely wife. Oh no, that, no, that could absolutely, that could absolutely be it. Yeah, that you don't can't even think about it right now. So, like, now, he's I would, so now he's complicit. Like I mean, or he's trying to gather more information because, again, as much as we talk about Vision being human side, he's also a living computer. Yep, Maybe he's absolutely. analyzing, assessing every single outcome. Which again would take away from what you said. It's very, it's very difficult. It's very layered and emotional, but and it's only a thirty-something minute show, so they can't just show him going around testing everybody. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So speaking of thirty-minute show, so we go back, we go back to the the WandaVision, WandaVision home. Uh, we need to get a last name for this couple. Uh, so, I like WandaVision. So Billy's training Sparky. You know, the the boys want to want to show their dad what he's done. Wanda says very visions feeling this scene. Yes. Yes. So Wanda says he's at work and then Tommy says it's Saturday and Wanda says, no, it's Monday. Once again, the time thing is coming into play. Like it's this, this uncontrolled time thing is really, really starting to be a huge, huge part of this show. Um, So she's like, no, it's Monday. And he's like, earlier today it was Saturday. Which was a weird, which was a weird thing to say. Like, so I don't. The twins aren't. I don't. They're they're not playing on the same time scale as everybody else. I don't think. What it feels like. Yeah, something's weird about that. Yeah, I mean, who's right at this moment, Jeff? Like, are the are the the boys aware of something that Wanda's not? Again, like Wanda can't cast spells on them. Right. Who are we? Who are we to believe that Wanda actually knows what day it is compared to these twins? I think I think the kids are more like us. Like when we watch the show and it goes through like all these hours, but it does it in 20 minutes. I think that's what the, the kids are living through. Yeah. You know, I think the world around them is just flying by. But they can make it fly by even faster, though, Jeff. Like that's the thing. Like they can, they can control time as well. Yeah. I mean, I guess essentially, yeah, if they control their aging uh, process. Then, yeah, they do. Um, Who's right at this point? I, I well, I don't think we're it's supposed to know, but Wanda Wanda thinks she is, but I think that's the whole problem with Wanda is like she thinks she's right and she's trying to be right, but she doesn't seem 
like I know she has okay. So she has a heartfelt talk with the kids. Uh, she's giving them excuses for why vision's not there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you know, talking about family is forever. That's a big thing. Family is forever. Like she, you know, she's, we know Wanda's been through the death of, you know, her brother, the death of vision, you know, and she, she has trouble dealing with it. She's a little reluctant. Her yeah. parents are gone too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, yeah. And not to mention she killed what, uh, 25 people, I believe in Lagos and the, you know, the explosion, like she's seen a lot of tragedy in her life <clears throat> and in, she snap. <laughs> yeah. The snap. I mean, just, just everything. So she's trying to, it feels like she, she's have, she has trouble discussing these things with the kids rather than just putting hexes on people. Like she, everybody else in the town, she takes the easy way out or she, mm -hmm. she blips back or she wipes, she wipes, you know, the brains or controls them. And the kids, like she really struggles with having these like real conversations, you know, and the, the, the reality of the situation. Um, well, up until this point, they're the only people that she can't manipulate. Right. So she has, she has to sit she down struggles with that. I think she struggles with that rather than like embrace it. And those are her kids. I think she looks at them as I can't control these two beings. And I think it bothers her. <clears throat> and that's what makes her kind of a, you know, really bad guy. But I just, that's just how I feel about the way they're going with the direction they're going with. She seems like it's a little more effort, you know, yeah. Like she has to I, would, yeah. I would think she'd be relieved to have like a couple of real people that she could have a conversation with, even if they're 10 year olds. And she seems more like it'd be easier if I could just put a hex on them. <clears throat> yeah. And we see her you basically, Jeff, you're a dad. I'm a dad. There's times where I'm explaining things to my kids and like, it feels like I'm talking to myself in the process. Like this is how mm -hmm. you're supposed to be. This is how you're supposed to do things. And then like midway through me lecturing them, I feel like I'm talking to myself at this yep. moment. That's what I feel like when I'm watching Wanda right now, like everything that she's telling these kids, it feels like she's coaching herself in a way as well. 100%. So, I think you nailed it right there. I think that's exactly as she's telling them all this stuff. She's like, cause every time, every time she brings up her brother, she's like, Oh yeah. Like it, it she like remembers, like it's real. This, this is all real. Um, well, speaking of her brother, Tommy even asked Wanda if she has a brother now, I know that time is sped up. There's really no concept of time. But like if you're a 10 year old, I feel like, you know, if your family has relatives, I feel like, you know, if your mom has a brother, I thought yeah. that was really interesting that he even asked that question. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. Once again, I don't think I don't think Wanda's that open with him. I don't think they I, I don't think that I perceive this as essentially time goes by as we watch it. Like, I think mm -hmm. these kids are an hour old. Like, I don't think that we missed a bunch of time in a week. Like, I think that all this has happened. And I, I think I, I need to start paying more attention to, like, when S.W.O.R.D. gives updates and stuff. Because I think like these kids, I think, are, like, a day old. Mm -hmm. You know, so they might not have had time to have these conversations, you know. It, there's so many things, too, though. But, you know, as, as they're doing this, Sparky runs to the door and then Wanda hears a noise. And then we find out that Monica is flying a 1980 style drone into the yeah, hex. Because she said that she flew in something that was made in that time period. So Wanda wouldn't have to manipulate. So Wanda wouldn't detect it, so to speak. Wouldn't have yeah. to change it. Um, which was, was a really cool idea. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then um, as as they're approaching, they make contact with Wanda. Wu says that they can't see the drone in the broadcast. It's being framed out. Darcy mentions that this happened with the jump cut. So an excellent, you know, observation on Darcy's end. Yeah. And then Monica goes to talk with Wanda, you know, the, the typical, you know, cop versus, you know, talk, <laughs> yeah. talking down off a ledge, essentially. Exactly you feel like that about to happen here. Wanda doesn't want any of it. Her eyes immediately start glowing red. And then um, as Hayward is noticing this and that Wanda's not really ready to talk, he basically gives a head nod to cut the um, control of the drone away from Monica, which yeah. why include her in the first place anyway? Maybe I guess if he thinks that Wanda feels comfortable with someone that she just kicked out of the hex, I don't know why that would be the way to go. But um, cuts off the, abil- the operability of Monica to, to work the drone orders a number another person to fire a missile that Monica was obviously unaware yeah. of the, in the drone at Wanda. And then of course the signal is lost. And then we start hearing sirens indicating that there's a perimeter breach now, Jeff. Yeah. The, this scene gets crazy. Um, you know, yeah, it was your classic, like, wait a minute. I you know nobody told me you were going to fire, you know, situation, you know, they're trying to take out Wanda, which it's just more Hayward stuff. But it's then, a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, but if we just I wish we knew which bad I don't wish we knew which we're gonna find out which bad guy, but just he might it's just be an, yeah, he might just be a numbskull, but anyway. So yeah, then we have the hex perimeter to go off. Uh this is great. I, I really, 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 really like the next like couple minutes that they did here. So uh, you know, obviously the response team heads to the basically the same field where uh Monica got exited, you know, the same area, which that's gonna be a yeah, that's gonna be where they film the show. Like it's, you know, just part of the lot. And then uh, here comes Wanda walks through the hex, and which is really cool. And you, you, you brought it up too. Now she's dressed in her, uh, like her Avengers, you know, mm. attire. She doesn't really have a uniform in Avengers, but her attire. And um, you know, she's she just, you know, she's full badass. She's got the drone in her hand, and then she just throws it at a uh, Hayward's feet. Um, just just a super cool looking scene that I really like. Yeah. And then at, at this moment, you know, Wanda and Hayward are talking and, you know, pointing fingers at each other. Then, you know, n- nothing real big that we need to talk on at this moment. But Monica approaches Wanda. And as Monica is stepping up towards Wanda, Wanda starts conjuring up magic. Now, yes. Jeff, I found this interesting. Why at this moment? It, Let's ignore the 30 machine guns with their, you know, laser sight laser sights on her. Yeah. On my chest. And, and the man that just flew a drone and gave the order to fly the drone in on me and my family and fire a missile at us. I'm not going to, I'm not going to conjure up any magic for that part, but the person who we found out has testing anomalies on her DNA and her brain patterns. She approaches me. Now all of a sudden I need to start conjuring up some magic. Yeah, Jeff, what's up? She, with that? She's threatened. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I think what it is is once once Monica breached the hex, and mm-hmm. then Wanda realized that Monica wasn't like she couldn't. She didn't really manipulate Monica if you think about it. Monica says she did. Okay, so this is something we we haven't touched on yet. So in the last episode, they they you know like Darcy when they're watching, they alluded to that's you know that's monica but she doesn't look like monica she must be you know she's under the control of wanda but yet me and you both thought that monica was playing along that she was undercover so and, and that's what wanda figures out nobody else in this show outside of 
norm that vision helped nobody else has broke co- i'm a little bit little bit um i guess with um herb so herb did a little bit but i think that once wanda figured out that whoa whoa, whoa i can't control monica then monica became a real threat which once again goes back to i think that monica's already got powers because <clears throat> and so then you know i think that uh I think Darcy was, I think Darcy was right. I don't think Monica was ever under the effects. I think she was playing along. So obviously Wanda's threatened by Monica. Well, and Monica in this episode and then in the scene in particular makes it a point to say that you're a telepath yet you let me in and you trusted me to help me. Exactly. So if she knows Monica, then the stuff that we're speculating, Wanda knows for a fact whether or not it's true. Exactly. And she chooses at that moment when, when Monica's approaching to conjure up magic again, ignore the 30 machine guns, ignore the guy that almost tried to kill my family. Right <laughs> now, all of a sudden I want to conjure up some magic, but um, Monica in that, in that speech, she says that Wanda must know that she's an ally. And she goes on to ask Wanda what she wants, because she's like, I can help you. Wanda Wanda's like, what could you possibly give me? And Monica's like, well, what do you want? Like, maybe we can see what we can do. And, and Wanda at this point, she's like, nah, I have what I want. And then she looks at Hayward and she goes, no one will ever take that away from me again. Yeah, again, she says, which, you know, we assume she's alluding to the vision. So that video that we saw earlier, right, of the yeah. disassembled vision. And yeah. It was headquarters and Tyler is the director, right? So easy to connect the dots there to point to Hayward stealing vision's body. Exactly. We can only assume that between like what we, you know, what we saw at the, the end of Endgame and then we, we can assume that Wanda discovered like, whoa, they did what with vision and then now she's upset. So Maybe that- Which would change the emotion that we saw at the end of um, the funeral to where she's like, yeah, every like, you know, they, they know that we won. And then, like you just said, like what they did, what now with it, with my husband? Yeah. Like, where is he? Now? Yeah, that's a good point. So maybe that was Wanda stored him. Yeah. And then, and then speaking of Wanda, you know, doing stuff, she then turns the attention of those 30 machine guns onto Hayward as she's yeah. going back to Wandaville, as I like to call it. <laughs> You know, Hayward obviously is freaking out at this moment. Then as soon as she she enters, the the hex is gone and he is not killed at this moment. Yeah, well, because she chooses not. I mean, that's what I mean. She controls everybody. Look how quickly she controlled everybody holding a a gun, like instantly, like controls them. So, like, I think she's her 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 reach is far more than than just her bubble. The hex. Yeah. And then we get another fabulous commercial. Another that, commercial. Yeah, your favorites. Yeah, and I touched on this on another episode, and again, I'll, I'll bring it up. So this commercial shows the same woman that we've been seeing, and it shows the kids again. Now, again, I'm going to point out that there's an African-American girl and a, and a white. It looks like a male. I could be wrong. I'm just going to assume here, and if I'm wrong, then I'm just wrong. But um, an interesting concept that I had in my head, Jeff, and it looks like the, the girl is older than the boy. And we know, and we know that um, Monica said that Tyler looks old now, so it looks like you know he may have aged past her while she was snapped. Is is it possible that these two are young Monica and Tyler? Wow, it could be because we talked about the like it, it felt like they had a history with each other. Um, it very well could be. I, I I hadn't this never occurred to me. I saw it in your notes, and it kind of blew my mind. But w- why couldn't it be? Um, which that means Hayward, somebody too. Like, is I mean, I, I would assume Hayward's, a, you know, a scroll or 
or something like that. I don't think he's from this world, you know, this earth, so to yeah. speak. So that, that would lead to that big time. And maybe the the man and the woman in this in these commercials, I I suspected that they were the parents of of Wanda and Petro, but maybe they're director, maybe they're you know head of command of some of the Sword Agency, for example. Maybe they have some tie to Sword or you know the the entity that these two grew up in. Because Hayward mentions that you know Monica ran the halls of Sword as a kid, so maybe they have an affiliation with Sword, and that's where they get their their tie in, but we we go on to find out that the name of the paper towels that are used in this commercial are Lagos brand, which, yep. um, you know, is a nod to the, the mistake that we spoke on earlier that Wanda had in civil war. The same man appears later in there. They clean up spills and the slogan for the commercial is for when you make a mess. He did. I mean that. Yeah. It's not yeah. really hard to get the dots on this commercial as opposed to the other ones. Right. But then you gotta, you gotta wonder why the commercials, um, are they ever, are the commercials ever going to mean anything or were they just like, put that in- would be the tease if they like have like, we're just like, we're just going to throw in commercials. They might at this point, they might, I don't know. Um, but for sure they were definitely talking about the scene. Like if anybody doesn't, if you watch civil war, it's, they're talking about when Wanda, you know, can't, can, can't contain the explosion and takes out the building that starts the, you know, the civil war in the, in the movie, uh, the but, bad perception of Wanda only grows and then vision, yeah. you know, there's a whole lot that happens in this, at this moment. <laughs> yes. So, um, so Wanda's back in the hex. Um, this is this, I, all of this, none of this makes sense to me yet. Maybe, maybe it does to you. Uh, the boys and Wanda are walking the streets looking for Sparky. Uh, <laughs> the mailman says, what's wrong? And, uh, they're like, oh, don't worry, your mom, your mom won't let him get far. <laughs> like yeah. the mailman refers to the mind control, essentially, or I guess we're gonna call it mind control. Yeah, or, or just maybe there's a maybe there's literally a curse on how far they're allowed to walk towards the perimeter. I don't know, but um, it's just really weird that earlier in the show I pointed out that there's a, a now a profile on the mailman and he's ID'd, so yeah. that leads me to believe that he is of the same you know, status or whatever, whatever you want to call it. He's basically the same as every other character that is up on that board. Mr. And Mrs. Hart, whoever, Herb, mm-hmm. you know, Joan, all those people. Um, but now he has a, like a more eerie scene where he's just like, Oh, don't worry. Your, your, your mom won't let him get too far. And then he looks at one and is like, ma'am. Yeah. He did a great job. Like acknowledging like, yeah, you're in control of me and I'm doing my thing. Like, like I, they probably have these mental conversations. I'm starting to wonder if all these people have like the back and forth mental conversations. She's like, no, just do what you're told. Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. but there's some, but he was obviously aware that he was not in control of himself. <laughs> yeah. And which is also could be another problem in of itself that he knows that he's not doing what things of his own control. Maybe the mailman will show up again, but um, we, f- we find out uh, another nod to the visions that um Sparky apparently died eating azaleas in Agnes's home. Agnes yeah. comes out of the bushes holding Sparky wrapped up and was yeah. like, Oh, I was gonna bring him to you when you know when he was more basically more presentable. Yeah. Um, and uh, apparently he died eating azaleas at Agnes's home. Are are azaleas poison like I don't know anything about Yes, <laughs> they are, I guess. I have no idea. I yes. don't know I, I've never heard of azaleas like this. But anyway, um also very convenient, similar to, to Hayward, in my opinion, that 
she just happens to know this information right at the most important time. Oh, yeah, this this whole scene is and this is where the you know Wanda has these breakdowns in her, you know, in her mind, so to speak. I mean, she's controlling all this to where you know, they're really cool scenes. You know, we're not, we, we're not supposed to understand them yet. Like I think we'll understand them, you know, next week, it might make more sense. Um, uh, well, you know, why, you know, why kill the dog that was conjured up? It just really, really off-putting scene. Like, and that's the other thing too. Wanda didn't know that Sparky was there. So if she's really in control, this points exactly. to something else later in the show that we're going to touch on again, it's going to be a really powerful scene, but um, so Sparky is killed in the visions. We referenced the visions earlier. Um, what happens in the visions is Virginia, who is the artificial synthesoid wife of vision in a fit of raid ki- kills the dog. So if, if, they're alluding to that comic series. Did Wanda kill him? Did Agnes kill him? Cause Agnes doesn't really show up in the visions at all. Wanda actually isn't even the wife in the visions. It's all a synthesoid family. So I don't know what they're trying to. Yeah, Wanda's the ex-wife in the, in yeah. that, in that book. But, uh, but why even kill the dog? What, what did, what did the dog represent? I, th- I honestly don't like, I, I didn't want, you know, I don't want to just like, when I do research, I like to go back to the old comics. I don't just want to look forward and like, you know, have them spoil what happens is if I can't figure it out, then I don't want to know. I don't want to, I'm sure somebody's like, Oh, that's, you know, point A to point B. But, um, and then this, this whole thing's about once again, it's, it's dealing with, you know, death is, mm-hmm. you know, and loss and family. and family and things like that, that, uh, like, I think it's all alluding to like Wanda can't control everything. Like she can't stop everything. She can't bring everything back, but this was a really neat scene. So, um, you know, the, you know, the, the, the puppy's dead. Um, and the, is this where, yeah, Tommy and Billy look at each other. Yeah. Like we're in the show and they're like, yeah, let's do this. Meaning that they're going to age up probably to get over the loss of their dog. Mm-hmm. And, uh, has one of these, you know, heart to hearts, you know, where she takes a knee and she looks at the kids and she actually says no, like she stopped them. Like, mm-hmm. or no, I, she didn't stop them. Like she begged them, like, do not age up. Like, don't do this again. She's We're talking about, you know, the urge to run is powerful and things like that. And, and in the midst of all of this, Tommy says, you know, a very poignant, you know, line here. He says, you can fix anything, mom, fix the dead. Yeah. What a weird way, not, not fix the dog, fix the dead. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly. It happens later in the show. But, um, and Agnes, and, and this is really strange to me too. Agnes is like, you can do that. Yeah. She was startled. Like, wait, you can do that. Like, so Agnes is, you know, we assume she's a witch also. Mm-hmm. We're not exactly sure how much she's in on it, not in on it. Um, but when she hears that, she's like, Whoa, you can do that. Like, you know, I had no idea. And that to me, it takes a little bit of, you know, the amount of insight that we feel like um, Agnes, who we, again, you know, has to be Agatha Harkness, who serves as a mentor. So, uh, but to me, that just takes a little bit of steam out of it to me where she's just all of a sudden she's like, wait, you're this powerful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is she just playing along because the boys are there or like, I don't know. Maybe she's just trying to play dumb. It seemed genuine to me, but I, mean, I, was just, I was very surprised by it, which is once again, what they wanted. 
Very, yeah, very intentional. And then Wanda says, we can't reverse death no matter how sad it makes us. And the boys are reminding Wanda, you know, family is forever, you know, says, you know, bring them back. And to me, this is where it's like, whoa, are we still talking about the dog at this point? Or are we talking about something else? Well, I think in, so I'm assuming that the kids, because it's Disney and because they're kids and because of everything that's going to happen, I'm assuming the kids aren't really there. They're like Wanda's conscience. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So just because I don't think that something dark is going to happen. Yeah. I just don't, I, and it really, I'm just, I'm just gambling that I don't think they would do something as dark as they're doing, but even having them age up 10 years is, is still, if, if they're real, that's a, you start really stepping on some toes there. Um, and I just don't think they'll do that. So the easy way out of that's like, Oh, they were never, they never existed. Uh, yeah. because the way it's handled on the comics, there is no possible way that I think Disney is going to, is going to do that. I just really don't. So I'm thinking this is Wanda's conscience, like, you know, talk she's, that she's struggling with is like, you, great, you know, let your conscience be your guide. Yes. Like you're, that's true. I can't like, you know, bring back the dead and things like that. Like maybe I should just because I can with vision, I probably shouldn't is probably the message. If she did. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah. We don't know, but I'm, that's, that's what my mindset is. Yeah. And so upon hearing the boys petition, you know, wanted to bring back the dead um, vision says, bring who back. And then he just kind of surveys the scene and puts it together. And is like, Oh boys, come here and very tenderly hugging the kids. But Again, he's been gone away from everybody all episode. So yeah. I think so where you're talking about him being more of the affectionate one to Wanda, but I'm looking at the absence of him away from the family as opposed to Wanda being the one with the family. So Right. But I also but in my mind it's only been twenty minutes. Correct. Yeah. You know, it depends on how you look at it. Like I may be wrong. Like if it's been all day, but I, you know what I mean? If it's been all day, it's one thing. But in my mind, if they're really kind of going by real time, it's, he's only been gone like a half an hour, like all or this 10 years or 10 years, depending on what time you want to look at. No, that's, that's, that's what I mean. I don't, I, I really, that's a good point. Anyway, good point. Time that, you yeah. know, he could have been for, you know, three, four years, you know, who, who knows what's going on right now. But, um, and then what we see now is where, uh, we're starting to see the water start bubbling, you yeah. know, it's a, yeah, on absolutely. the We've we've been heating the pot of water all all episode. Now we're starting to see some bubbles come up. So now we're in the WandaVision home. Wanda is in the house, you know, just tidying up, doing the normal, you know, routine after you get the well, kids she was, down. She was uh, getting rid of the dog toys. Yeah, she's that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's here goes to the time thing. Like Vision brings this up. Like that's a lot to deal with in a day. Like ever, all this has happened in a day. So she's in the house tidying up. The kids are not present. So we assume that they're in bed or something, you know, they're, they're down for the night. And then vision walks in and washes his hand, which kind of struck me as weird because he's a synthesoid and he's washing his hands right now. I did. Um, I did. I noticed that. But, um, we, I assumed that he's coming back in washing his hand because he probably went and buried the dog in the buried backyard. The right? yeah. yeah. That that's what I assumed. I didn't know if you had any other theories as to why no, that's washing. exactly what I think he was doing. That's what you're supposed to think he's doing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And so vision comes in, you know, he's like, Hey, how are the boys doing? Wanda says they'll be fine. And this is where we start seeing bubbles. Jeff, uh, he says, it's not often you get a dog and buried on the same day. Right. 
And then Wanda says, and I think well, he's a little resentful at Wanda for, for doing that. Yeah. Like, I think Absolutely. you're controlling everything. Now look, look what you've done. I don't think also like visions affectionate towards the kids, but I don't think he believes the kids are real. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think that he feels particularly attached. Yeah. You um, might be right about that. Um, because he's out there bearing a dog. He's not laying his kids down. You know what I mean? Like Wanda has been in there with the kids from the time that they got home yeah, into the, true. you know, so, um, but he says, you know, it's not often you get a dog and bury it on the same day. Now, again, this points to the fact that vision is gaining, you know, some sort of a consciousness to the situation. You know what I mean? Like he's pointing out time. It's really weird right now. Yeah. And Wanda says something to me. It's a backwards comment. She says, well, life moves pretty fast out here in the suburbs to me, like the suburbs <laughs> are where you go for time to slow down, you know what yeah. I mean? what i assume anyway but um again we're seeing more bubbles jeff uh, vision mentions that he spoke with norm and wanda's like oh like okay he's just telling me how his day went and then <laughs> the the exact line he says next is i unearthed a man's suppressed personality and i spoke to him free of your oversight he was in pain wanda yeah so now now you know it's out there yeah. Well, which something else that this tells us is Wanda can't Wanda's not interacting with these people or she would have known he spoke with Norm, like the real Norm. Yeah. You know, it's almost like a Sims almost, you know, she's like, yes, people in a place and they're just walking around doing what they're supposed to be doing. She doesn't got to keep up with them like every, you know, 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah. And then um, Wanda just kind of laughs is like vision. Can we just and then vision interrupts. He's like, what? Watch TV. Turn in for the night so you can change everything over again. No, Wanda, you can't control me the way you do them. Very powerful moment, I felt like now. And then oh, Wanda, go ahead. Yeah, as I was saying, no, the powerful that she's like, can't I? And so. And as she, she says, can I? Then the we see credits roll down the screen. Really cool. Like she. And then the you audience. Never think, you never think it's at the end of the. Oh, and I noticed something. Uh, a note I had. You notice how much quieter the audience was this time. Like, you know, the first two shows were so much studio audience, and this one's like there's barely laughs. There's there's very little noise from the studio audience on purpose because it's not it's not as much of a show anymore. But I know even the, even the canned laughs were quieter, um, and not like based on eighty sitcoms. Like I think. I think it's because everything's breaking down. Like we, we realize it's not a show anymore. Yeah. I thought it was really cool when she starts rolling the credits on on Vision, and he's like, "No, <laughs> no, he's like, we're not having." So he's aware. He's aware that she's trying to end the the show. So really, really, really cool. I thought that was really, really a cool moment. It, it was because it, it's right after Vision says, "You can't control me the way you do them." She's like. Oh, oh, I can't. And then the show looks like it's about to end. Yeah. And then and I thought that was the end of the show. Yeah. And then Wanda says, no, I'm going to bed and credits are still rolling, mind you. So when you're when we're yeah. reading what's happening next up until a certain point, the credits are rolling. The music is playing top of it. Yeah. Because, you know, hey, what a great episode we just watched. And um, Wanda says, I'm going to bed. Vision says, no, we're not done here. And then he asks, what's the Maximoff anomaly like? Enough of the funny business. Straight to oh, the yeah. point. What's the Maximoff anomaly? And uh, this was mentioned in the email. And Wanda says, the what? And Vision's like, look, I have to believe that this, whatever this is, 
was subconscious at first and that you were only and that you're only recently becoming aware of it. Now, Jeff, that's something, uh, you know, round of applause to you. That's something that has been a working theory of yours for a while now. And now vision is on team Jeff with that. <laughs> yeah, he probably is. Yeah, I did. I did feel good about that one. Is that, uh, Exactly. So, but I, I, I actually believe in that less now than vision does, you know, right. I kind of come around and Wanda's just a bad guy, which doesn't bother me a bit, you know, to believe, but I thought that was really cool that he brought that up. He's given her the benefit of the doubt. Like I did for a while, you know, like, you know, you Love didn't, her. yeah, yeah. You didn't intend for this, you know, this is weird. And this is still, this still alludes, this is very visions heavy too. If you remember the, like, you know, vision trying to make virginia like the, he trying so hard to make them the perfect couple and it just wouldn't quite work you know like i i think that until now we're all under the impression that this is going to work out and love is going to prevail but it's i don't think it is and i think that is what makes this show they have the ability to take these chances and do whatever they want because in the back of our minds we all think no, this is one envision. It's going to work out in the end. It's going to be happily ever after. And I don't think it's going to be. And that's what Disney does. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think it's going to. And so I think that opens up, you know, so many more things yeah. you know, going forward. Like we assume that no, no matter what, that they're going to, these, these two are going to be, but I mean, even in like civil war, you know, they had disputes, big time disputes. Like the only time they really got along for the whole movie was uh, infinity war. Yeah. You know, and that's very short lived, you know, no pun intended. Exactly. So like this and this thing that like this is timeless. This isn't a timeless like romance. Like it's it's an old comic book romance, but it's very complicated. It's very volatile, especially at this moment. Yes, exactly. And so when Vision says, you know, you only recently become aware of it, Wanda's like aware of what? And then at this moment, the credits stop, the music stops, the applause stops. She storms out of the kitchen. Vision pursues her, and now as he's traversing from the kitchen into the living area, he is now synthesoid Vision. Prior to this, he still maintained his human form, right? And um, Vision is just like, he's had enough. He said, Norm has a family, Wanda. He has a family, and he can't reach them because you won't let him reach them. And Wanda's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then Vision is just screaming at her. He says, stop lying to me. And then as he's doing this, he's elevating himself he finally starts yeah he's levitating classic vision he's ticked off at this point and then wanda tip you know tick for tat right here she's rising up too obviously you know trying to match his level of uh you know elevation for one but also anger and she says this all of this is for us so let me handle it which is a really weird sentence to use like this is for us let me handle it yeah she's very selfish yeah, she's she's proving to well, be very she knows, she knows that Vision didn't want this. Like she's struggling with that. I think that's what the twins are about is she's struggling with Vision's wishes, you know, to just when not aware of the entire situation as right. well. Yeah, it's, it's against his will. Mm-hmm. And then Vision, after she says this, says, What's outside of Westview? Wanda's like, You don't want to know. And then Vision again is like, You don't get to make that choice for me, Wanda. Like he's ticked off. And then Wanda's like, you have never talked to me like this before. Evision says, before what? Before what? I can't remember my life before Westview. Yeah, that was really cool. He's, you know, he acknowledges he doesn't have the memories. Like he's, he's, he's learning what's happening in his time now, which 
we're, we're at like a day and we're, we're like 48 hours into this, but, yeah. um, but he's not, no, nothing's coming back from pre, uh, hex, which is, which is pretty scary. It is because like, he doesn't know that either one of these, that either he or Wanda or Avengers is what right. that means to me, like he has no recollection of outside Westview. That's but, uh, but Wanda really hasn't alluded to it either because she, even when they, a couple times when they brought up her brother, she didn't like immediately acknowledge it and like avoid it. She almost like, Oh yeah. Like it was like a, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I did have a brother, yeah. you know? So she, I don't think she's a hundred percent aware of what, you know, of everything either. Which well, she's not. She even claims it, you know, later on mm-hmm. in the scene. So vision says, I don't know who I am. I'm scared. And we, and again, pat ourselves on the back. We said this in episode four, like vision is terrified at this moment. Yeah wants to be there for Wanda in whatever capacity that means, you know? So no, I thought um, that was really, Paul Bettany did a great job in this scene, but both these two did a great job. Like, but as actors, man, they did a great job with this. Yeah. He was to me, if we, if we're picking a favorite in this episode, to me, Paul Bettany is number one in my eyes. But when, when vision says that he's scared, it's like Wanda's lowering herself just to kind of like calm him down. And yeah. she's like, you're my husband. You are Tommy and Billy's father. Isn't that enough? And then, you know, vision starts. She really treats you more like a pet. Yeah. And is like, why do you like, and, and again, to the selfishness point that you brought up, like, why is it so much for your husband to know what's going on? But you want to be like, no, you're my, you're my husband. You're the kid's dad. What else? Why, why do you want to know anything else? Why can't she let him in on the secret? Like, well, cause she knows that vision won't, she, you know, he won't go along. Well, I, and once again, I still don't think there is a vision, like an actual, physical like embodiment like that they're we're seeing and we see that in episode four we get the glimpse of him as a as a corpse like you mentioned yeah. so he's literally the walking dead right now yeah and so vision lowers himself he looks calm but then as it's almost as if like his brain just can't stop at this moment he looks out the window and says the same thing that you've been saying and that i've been saying too why are there no other kids in westview and then Wanda's like, there is, just please stop. And he doesn't. He keeps pressing. And then Wanda says something that really shifts the whole paradigm of this show to me at this exact moment. She says, do you really think that I'm controlling everything? So here she's not saying that I'm not in control of some things. But she's like, do you really think I'm controlling everything? Everything, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know how any of this started in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah, so... Which leads us more, more to believe that they were originally. I mean, it's hard to it, it's it's hard to the way our theories have evolved since you know episode one. You mm-hmm. know that I thought they were being you know held captive or prisoners or whatever, and you know we've come a long way since then. But um, there's she she I don't she obviously didn't spontaneously start this situation, and yeah. um, it's like they, she was and, brought into it is kind of how I'm feeling at this moment. Yeah, yeah, something like that, and then that's how they're going to get away without with her not being the, you know, she'll be the reluctant bad guy. Yeah, you know, that's that's how they'll get around that rather than her just being the straight up bad guy. But it's uh, there's there's obviously more uh, powers at work, which you know you've said it, you know, Mephisto and and things could be like that. Voodoo, that's another guy who I'm. Yeah, respecting. yeah, could be. But um, I think, I think he'll wind up being a good guy in this. So we'll see if if he if he shows up. I can't imagine that. The comp, he's never really a, a straight up villain. Like he has, no, a, yeah, 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 like an anti hero. 
Yeah, exactly. More like it. I just, I don't know if they think that the MCU is ready for brother voodoo, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. He may show up in the Dr. Strange series, but vision continues. and says, Wanda, what you're doing here is wrong. And then again, another convenient distraction, the doorbell rings. And, but Wanda is saying that she had nothing to do with this. Mm hmm. To me, like right now at this moment, Vision's probably expecting Agnes, but Wanda's like, you don't believe me, do you? <laughs> and he says, Wanda, I, you know, I do. But at this point, I'm ignoring statistics entirely. Well, this was a classic like now this was just a basic husband wife fight. Like, you know, once once somebody's done something to lose the other's trust, then the next thing you're like, well, you know, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, why would I believe you? This is a, you know, Vision has essentially been cheated on if it was a you know a sitcom or something like that. that's what he's saying here's like i want to but i can't you know and she's like i get it you know it, you know that moment it was just a classic kind of married couple tv show yeah. moment really yeah and then so the doorbell rings again wanda goes to answer the door vision's like okay like i someone apparently something needs to be going on yeah, I say, at this point when the doorbell rings i'm freaking out like as a viewer of the show like i'm freaking out at this point yeah, and at this moment, I think it's Agnes. But looking back, when is she ever knocked? Like when is oh, she? Oh, I ever... didn't think it was at all. Yeah, so it it did feel fishy, but especially I didn't when know who it was going to be. Yeah, it. Boy, are we are we in for a treat though? Oh so there's a cutscene, of course. Like, why wouldn't there be a cutscene? There hadn't been one the entire episode, but now there is one. And so, like, there's a cutscene now to the sword post. The alarm is continuing to sound, or is it continuing to sound, Jeff? Did somebody else come in? I, I don't know. I, I assume that it was still going off from like what had just happened two minutes ago because mm -hmm. of the way time moves. So to me, they're telling us like how fast time is rolling, you know, in the show. But, you know, it feels like you have a theory of maybe somebody else. Somebody you know. inside. Yeah. But um, Darcy goes on to watch the show and it shows her sitting down, like trying to pay attention to what's going on. Uh, because, you know, with alarm sounding, why wouldn't you go back to watch TV? Right. So she's going back to watch the show going on. And then there's a cut scene back to the WandaVision home vision. He's still in a sense to Zoid form at this point. So he's just like he's even now done with the charade. He's just That's like a good point. I hadn't thought about that. It's like I don't even care anymore. So he's still in a sense of Zoid form and the door is open now. And he says, Wanda, who's that? And then we see the back of somebody. We see, <laughs> we see the black leather jacket. We see the slick black white hair. And all we all we don't know at this point is who the actor is going to be. We really don't. I didn't because I never looked ahead. Uh, it at the Petro, right? Like that's classic Petro vibes. At oh this yeah, point. it's definitely going to be Petro. Yeah, I'm, this, I'm freaking at this moment. At this moment, I'm like, bro, it's freaking Quicksilver is back now. Yeah. So, and again, calling back to what Tommy and Billy said when they're talking about you know you know fix the dead is this what they're alluding to? Did, did Wanda fix the dead at this point? And so we, we, everything's looking like Quicksilver is about to come in here. Um, and then of course there's another cutscene just for dramatic effect. And Darcy is watching and, um, we see, <laughs> we, we see Darcy say, did Wanda recast Petro? That was really cool. That was really cool. Cause the Petro that she knows was, um, was it Aaron Aaron Taylor Johnson? I believe his name was last name. Yeah, yeah. She she knows she knows the Quicksilver that got killed in Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really cool that she said. Did they re, did Wanda recast Pietro? It's all very television-y, which I love that they always had. Like yep. 
when Wu said, so the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers, like the way that they phrase what's happening in this show is very cool. But um, then the cutscene happens to be Peter Maximoff, which, you know, is the English version of Petro. And it's from Fox's Days of Future Past. Yep, it's from the yep. X-Men series. What are you thinking at this point, Jeff? Oh, I'm freaking out. I'm like, first of all, my main thing is just as a as a as a huge fan, I can't we finally got Fox and MCU together. Like the, it's it's finally happened. Like we've got we've got the Peter from the, you know, the X-Men and then we've got, you know, Wanda from the MCU and they're finally in the same building. And we we knew he's going to get a Quicksilver. This is the one I prefer. I really like the Quicksilver stuff that he did, you know. Yeah. But you know, there's but obviously it can't it can't be the same Quicksilver because a they're they're acknowledging that in Wanda's universe her brother died, Pietro died. We saw him die in Age of Ultron, and this Quicksilver's young enough that you know if you look at the timeline of the X Men series, you know he would be way old. Like he was born, he came in in the, uh, he would have been born in the seventies. Like he'd be 10 years older than Wanda. But then uh, the weird time travel aspect of it. And then if you see X-Men apocalypse, he is in there with the younger X-Men as. Yeah. But they, yeah, but they just essentially screwed that up. Like that, that's just, those movies were wrong. Those, those kids were, those kids were supposed to have aged. There was no time travel. They just did a terrible job of it. But that's all to the MCU's benefit now because now we have Peter Maximoff of the X Men of Fox's X Men. The audience cheers at this oh, moment. Yeah. The the, the crowd. get the audience back. Yeah, yeah. The, so the audience is back and they and they and they cheer. And now I'm just going to keep. Uh, now I'm going to call him Quicksilver because legally he oh, is Quicksilver. Yeah, it's Quicksilver. So Quicksilver says, "Long lost bro, can't squeeze his stink of sister's neck or what?" You know, like very like uh very 80s yeah he's playing a part yeah and he comes in and says that and wanda's looking at him like petro and he just is like hits her with the cool guy shoulder shrug like not say anything but like yeah he's cracking wise at this moment as well uncle uncle petro's back in town kind of thing he's he's cracking wise right now he nods you know affirming that yes he is petro or maybe maybe he's not but i'm assuming right now that he's nodding to confirm that he is Petro. They hug. And then a uh, cool way to break the tension of this scene. He looks at vision and is like, who's the popsicle. That no, was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was, per- it was a perfect way to end the show. It took away all the tension. It, you know, like I say, it brought in, you know, the X-Men universe. And now we're, you know, we're now we're officially starting to move forward with things in the Mar. We called start calling it to just like the Marvel world now. So we're moving ahead with that. Tony. Yeah, we got a cool Quicksilver. I like I like this Quicksilver. Um, you know, there's a million storylines they can do with him. Uh, it just just I was just happy, really happy at this point. And quick note too, Quicksilver and Vision don't get along with each other exactly. for a long time. Yeah, well, Quicksilver's kind of a pain. He is. He's a he's a knucklehead. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not my knucklehead vibe. Yeah, he's not my he's not he's not my favorite. He's not my favorite character, but that was it, man. And then they roll the actual credits. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, on, honestly, what an awesome episode! There's they open so many doors. They open more doors than they closed in this episode. They can do whatever they want now that we have the X Men into it. Uh, we obviously have some sort of time travel. We have alternate universes into it. Um, just we we've acknowledged. 
we've acknowledged that now vision doesn't have to play by the rules anymore. Um, you know, we don't, we might not even have, we might not even have sitcoms anymore. I mean, why would they, are they going to, is she going to continue to go through with this? Like that, that's going to be weird. We don't know that going forward. Um, just, I, I don't know. I thought it was awesome. It, it was tense the whole time. It, you know, tugged on my heartstrings the whole time. Uh, great acting. Uh, just, just, I, I thought it was a wonderful episode, wonderful episode of television. And 30 minutes turned into two hour discussion. It's crazy. It's crazy. This show, what this show does, every second of it is valuable. It's, it's amazing. The writing, the, the acting, none of it's throwaway. None of it's wasted. We try to rush this by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We flew through it. Uh, that's true. So, um, it was great. So let's get to our episode rating. Oh man. Uh, I'll go first. Please. I'm going to say it. I give it six infinity stones. Epic. It, I, I, it, it had me from second one. So it ended. There was never there. There, even the spots in the show I didn't like, I know there's a reason for them. Mm -hmm. Like I can't stand that vision could, could snap the dude out of it and then put him back. But I know that there's going to be a reason for that. So yeah. like, I'm trusted. Yeah. And I did, I was like, Oh, this is cool. It doesn't make any sense. It <laughs> makes no sense why he'd be able to do it. And then would not do it. Like none of that makes sense, but I know that it's not supposed to, like, I don't think they dropped the ball on that. Sure. You know, we're going to find out why I assume that because the way they read the emails and stuff, I assume that those people are some sort of, computer generator synthesoids like there's a reason that vision was able to do that to them there's a reason it was vision vision is always computer it's always computer um so i know there's a reason which makes me like it even more just the tension they did um just the acting between elizabeth and paul just you know the back and forth what they did with the kids they were bold they did some took some bold moves with the kids they i love you know the vision comic series division they brought that into it um big fan just uh, from start to finish loved it once again i said when this show was over you know me and my wife both yelled at the screen like that can't be it like you can't leave and i haven't i haven't had a feeling like that since like maybe like watching dallas in the 80s or something just, <laughs> just super impressed super impressed i give it six six infinity stones oh well, i'll give it six because oh one, wow a lot of what we talked about was confirmed in this episode so yeah yeah for it, sure if they can make us look intelligent in the show, I'll take it. So that was part of it. That probably was good enough for me to give it five. But at the f the fact that they introduced the X-Men are now in the MCU, like the X-Men are in the MCU now. It's huge. That's that's so cool. Yeah. If nothing else, that was, I mean, we, I've been waiting for that for so long. Um, and man. not the X-Men, but now multiverses are yeah. now. And, and well, now we have mutants. We finally have mutants. So we can start, you know, we it just it's endless possibilities now uh, the in the multiverses both being confirmed in one episode as quick wow. as they were i mean six infinity stones i liked what they did with monica's character i liked how they evolved her through it i like jimmy woo darcy uh hayward everybody i thought every character made strides uh, in whatever direction they were going to go um and there's still a lot of mystery left obviously too so like oh, okay. we yeah. still don't know a whole heck of a lot, but we feel like we're progressing and big things are now set in play for not only this show, but for the rest of the Marvel cinematic universe. Man, that was awesome. So real quick, we'll get to predictions. I know we've, we've already done, you know, set a lot of our prediction as we went on. So basically what I think we have coming up, I think we have, we're going to have less of the sitcom. Mm -hmm. 
I think we're going to have more of the investigation, more of the, um, you know, more, more of the outside the hex world and things like that. More of the Captain Marvel stuff, more of the cosmic stuff. I think we're going to have more characters. I don't think Quicksilver is going to be the last character. And I think it might not take long to get, to get some more. I don't look ahead. You know what I mean? I don't look at the cast of the next of the whole series or anything like that. I don't try to ruin it for myself. I try to figure it out, but I don't try to look ahead. So I think that's what we're in store for. I think it's going to be more, a little more action, a little less sitcom, a little more character advancement. Um, and uh, I, 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 it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So my prediction is that Wanda wasn't, she, that wasn't Wanda. Like that could be mystique. Now that, now that X-Men have been introduced, that could have been mystique, but kind of discredits my take on that because mystique can only look like the person she can't perform their same abilities. So um, it could be, it could have been mystique with computer generation. It could be someone like, you know, uh, Jean Grey has the ability to control people's minds. It could be. Um, I don't think we can take any more Jean Grey. No, I mean, it, it could be Jean Grey. It could be Charles Xavier, which I don't know why he would be manipulating people. Like there, there's a lot that they can do. And so big prediction of mine is that one, we're going to start seeing more X-Men. And then two, we're going to have Avengers versus X-Men. Is, you do think it's going to be Avengers versus X-Men. We could be building to that. Because look at listen to this. Anytime that Marvel has introduced a character, it's always been with conflict. When the Avengers were assembled, they fought. When Civil War was introduced, a lot of the heroes fought with the other heroes. I mean, anytime that Marvel characters are introduced, there's always a conflict. So why would That's it be? They're, yeah, they're not just going to be like, hey, come on in, mutants. More good guys. Come over here. No, that's. It's not going to happen like that. I think that this is laying the groundwork for X-Men versus. Avengers. Nice. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. If we, we've been, they've been promising secret wars for freaking feels like 10 years now. And we haven't got it. I, we might as well get X-Men versus uh, Avengers. All right. So some quick reads here, recommended reads. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Sorry about that. It's all right. I, nope. Hold <laughs> on. Went too far. Sorry about that. I read the uncanny X-Men number four and I did this because this is the introduction of Quicksilver. I think it's the introduction of actually Quicksilver, Wanda and uh, mastermind, I believe. But anyway, Quicksilver's uh, debut. Uh, they touch on, you know, him a little bit. I just thought it was cool. I like reading the old comics. This was 1964. <laughs> it was put out. So uh, the uncanny X-Men is pretty good series. You learn a lot about Magneto who I don't, Maybe in a couple episodes we'll know even more about him, but uh, it was it was pretty neat to read. Uh, it was fun. A lot of dialogue in these old in these old uh, classic uh, comics, but uh, it was it was still really cool. So I read the Uncanny X Men number four. Very cool. That's a good one. And Stephen, I read the 2012 Avengers versus X-Men. And I also went to the subsequent series, the X- Avengers versus X-Men consequences. I read them all. I think, you know, there was <laughs> in Avengers versus X-Men and only five in consequences. And then from there it branches out into a lot, which is what I think Marvel is starting to slowly do now. I think they're laying in that groundwork. Magneto can come in now because of the purchase of Fox. We know the relationship between he and, you know, um, the, the twins. So, there's a whole lot that could be going on here. They can play at a lot of different angles with sword, 
with mutants with the like it's all possible now with multiverses they can get even more creative now so with with the we know that multiverses exist first off because Petro died in the MCU and now a new Peter has shown exactly. so that that nods to a multiverse so I I just think that it's setting up the the groundwork for the X Men to be brought in to to the MCU and it's again they're not just going to be like oh hey cool more good guys you want you want to come be on our team it never works out that way. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And that's a good read too. I, I, I read those a few years ago. Uh, re- really enjoyed it. Avengers versus, Avengers versus X-Men. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it, everybody. Um, really good participation tonight. Good show. It was a great episode. Um, we had a lot of fun researching it and watching it. Uh, uh, re- reading the Reading the recommended reads afterwards um that's awesome man it's it's such a great show that can spark so much interest you know what i mean like i don't realize until i go through it i'm like oh this is gonna be a pretty simple one and then i just keep notes and notes and notes and notes and then i get steven's notes and i'm like you know he did the same thing it's just uh it's 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 a lot of fun and i uh, i enjoy doing this every week man this is great yeah absolutely and again like appreciate everyone tuning in and hanging out for this show um it you could have watched the TV show. I think what <laughs> times the amount of time that we covered this episode. So um, just appreciate everybody the love and support. Jeff and I, you know, we have a lot of fun doing this and oh, look yeah. at Friday. And I hope that the show <laughs> is not longer than this because yeah. we tried not to make it so long and cover every single little detail. But oh man, they do a really good job with the show. Yeah, yeah, they're they're putting in the work, and we're just respecting that. So it it is what it is. Um, we enjoy it, and uh, it, it makes it better. It, it, it makes it makes the show better for me. We get, and uh, you know, from what I hear from you guys out there, it does too. So, all right, so that's it for me and uh, Stephen Gillespie from Breaking the Game. You know, once again, go check out his uh, his work on Off the Ball Network, his podcast, Breaking the Game. Uh, s- support him, you know, five stars. You guys know the deal. Um, it's uh it's really appreciated we really appreciate his hard work on this show and um we're looking forward to, we're looking forward to next week of wandavision episode six i'm sure i have no doubts it'll be just as exciting uh steven thanks so much man yeah thanks for having me man and again just huge shout out to everybody that's watching and listening you know love you guys you're you're the reason why we do what we do and jeff just shout out to you for all the production work that you do for this uh you, you I couldn't couldn't imagine breaking down a series like this with <laughs> us, man. You're, you're you're the best. Oh yeah, that's awesome, man. I enjoy it. Um, all right, everybody, um, have a great week and uh, be kind to each other. Don't be racist. Much love.